0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Ramblin' Bruce Podcast, episode 33. It was brought to my attention last week that I waited about three minutes before I cracked my first beer, so I'm not going to let that happen this week. I'm joined again by my good buddy Ray, back like he forgot his keys. I'm just going to crack my cores Light now. How's it going, Ray?
1: We did a little call and response. Uh, it's going <laughs> very well.
0: <laughs> yeah, I had to take a quick sip. I know people were telling me that I... I took uh, way too long, and I, I was surprised by myself too. Like whenever I, I caught myself in the middle of it, I got going on a story, and then I was just sitting here with these beers unopened in front of me, and I, I couldn't let that happen again. So I'll all take of a sudden,
1: one. your your throat your throat got dry. Your mouth felt <laughs> weird. You had to fix something.
0: Exactly, exactly, dude. Oh man, well welcome back. It's been a while. It's been a little while. A lot has happened. Um, it's actually Easter Sunday right now. We're recording. So uh, how was the uh, how was the Easter with the family over there?
1: Oh, it was fantastic. First of all, Happy Easter, bud! Uh, yes, very thanks, good buddy. to be back. And before I get started, I wanted to, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to just I fill knew in it. that I knew my, it was my appearance here today is brought to you by Anderson's Candies, located in the heart of Baden, Pennsylvania, in Beaver Ooh. County. Since 1916, candy has been in the Anderson family since the first store opened on Merchant Street in Ambridge, Pennsylvania. Back then. <laughs> Harry and Mary Anderson and the three children, Elizabeth, Helen, and Harold, all worked in the store serving ice cream and fountain drinks, as well as their now-famous chocolates and conventions. <laughs> Confections, not conventions. They had nothing to do with conventions. <laughs> Sorry, that was kind of mailed in. I was just reading off the Anderson's Chocolate website. Oh, no, that's fine. Have...
0: That, that's, all, that's all the uh, the bourbon you were drinking earlier. You were sending me pictures of it. That's, that's coming out right now. <laughs> Slurring the ad. They're going to cut your pay on that one.
1: That's all right. That's all right. They can just pay me in chocolate bunnies. I'm good to go.
0: Did Did you get a, like my daughter and son got a shit ton of like it was like Christmas part two. Like it was ridiculous. I don't. I don't know when Easter became like a, a holiday where you get a ton of gifts. Like when I was a kid, like Sarah and I were talking about that today. I would get like maybe fifty cents or a dollar in like a random Easter egg as part of the Easter egg hunt, and that was like the highlight of the day. But now like these kids get clothes, they get games all kind of shit. It's like, it's ridiculous. And speaking of candy, man, we got so much candy. The diet I'm trying to start is not going to work real well.
1: Yeah. Easter's uh it's a holiday for kids for sure. Um, you know, back in the day, like you said, they get presents. Now, all I got was diabetes. Um, just <laughs> it's kind of bullshit and they get gifts and they get like, you know, it's Christmas 2.0. I just feel like Easter's not made for adults who don't have kids, but, uh, did you guys do an Easter egg hunt? You did all that good stuff today
0: yeah well we did we had like a whole weekend full of family stuff it was um uh, my grandfather's 90th birthday on friday so we went out to this wow, place had congrats. a good time yeah thanks um and uh no i don't know why i'm saying thanks i didn't do anything but uh my uh <laughs> my nephew is in town my sister's in town stuff so he's about the same age as my uh my daughter so they had a we had a little easter egg hunt there and then uh yeah, yeah, today we had just some family over, kind of just low-key, relaxing, had some hams, some sides, had a good old time, drank some beers, watched some, I actually watched some NBA basketball today with my brother-in-law Bobby, shout out to him. Um, he let me know he bet on the Celtics, so I was trying to give him some Tim Luck, and uh, they came through at the buzzer there. Uh, but I don't typically watch the NBA, but there was, the only other NHL game on at the time was like the Sabres and the nope. goddamn Flyers. Like No, nope. yeah, we're good. out on that one. Yeah, this is the worst game on the on the docket, probably all season. So there was I didn't a lot
1: of. <laughs> I went over to. We spent a little time over um, at my family, then we went over to uh, Maddie's family's house. There's a lot of kids there, so we ended up watching Shrek one through three, which was. I'll tell you what, it's way better than watching the Sabers versus the Flyers. That
0: was it. <laughs> Wait, you watched all three movies today?
1: I didn't sit down and watch them, but they were on they were throughout on, yeah. the day. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's Jesus. in the other room having a conversation. I'm glued to the TV watching Shrek. <laughs>
0: Hey, Ray, we're having dinner. You just, like, you just tunnel vision right on the TV.
1: Hold on, they're taking over a swamp. This is unfair.
0: <laughs> Hold on, Donkey's about to make some waffles or whatever. That's, like, the only thing I can remember from those movies. They were good, though. Maybe I'll have to get, uh, get Sydney watching those. Uh, but holy shit, we're already off the rails four and a half minutes in. Oh, did you um, have...
1: Wait, you didn't want to talk about Shrek. I mean, I will.
0: I will. There might be some Shrek fans out there. I'm this sure this is a are. perfect
1: <laughs> time for me to announce. I'm starting my own podcast. The, uh, the Shrek cast. <laughs> what
0: are you going to review each, or each movie?
1: <laughs> I think we're going to break it down in 10 minute portions and make this one of those serial ones that last three and a half years. We're just really going to get into the, the detail of the Shrek lore, all the other, <laughs> maybe do some Holy Shrek shit. fan fiction.
0: And hey, you could probably get a lot of stuff out of that though. Like I, I don't know. I mean, I honestly haven't watched a Shrek movie in forever, but there's probably all kind of, like, cool stuff you could dive into, in it, but I'm sure you're not actually going to do that.
1: <laughs> Sounds like you're the target audience, man. You, know, yeah. you, got, you got a lot to learn about, the, about the, <laughs> the green bastard with a heart of gold.
0: Yeah, listen up. Uh, we'll record another episode after this one. We'll just talk Shrek. That'll be our pilot episode. See if anybody wants to hear. I'll
1: tell you what. We might have to actually. We'll talk about this offline. We might have to actually do that one time. We'll get a couple tricks <laughs> in together. We'll, we'll live. We'll live podcast Shrek. Just you know, all the emotional reactions that happen as it's going on.
0: <laughs> oh shit, dude! But like I said, man, a lot has happened uh, since the last time you were on. You got married. It's been and, a while. Uh, I know it did you. Happen. You did, yeah, and we talked about it the last time you were on because you said I had a a receipt coming. You oh were going to give me some stun have, Cold stunners. Oh boy,
1: did you have a receipt coming? Have you recovered yet? Yeah, that was no, that was back dude, in I, October.
0: I think I had beer. Like I, it sounded like Pat McAfee when he was talking about from WrestleMania, which we'll get to. But I feel like I had beer in my ears for like. You know, a couple of days after, just because one time I saw you coming, I knew you were coming, I had just gotten two beers. I felt so bad for this poor girl that was just waiting for her drinks at the bar, <laughs> but she just had to be she was part of the cell. I'm sorry, you know, it's an occupational hazard, and she was in the splash, I saw though. you coming I chugged i put like you know I just chugged as much beer as I could get in my mouth, and when you stunned me, I threw both my beers in the air, and then I spit the beer out. <laughs> probably shouldn't have done that in covid times but i spit the beer out just like you should sell it and i'm just in the middle of the dance floor just laying there it was like the sixth stunner i took uh on hey, the I, day
1: <laughs> i appreciate it but you knew you had that coming after like i'm my knees have just recovered from your <laughs> wedding and you but you have a full family now you know that was a while ago <laughs> yeah
0: yeah almost five years man so it was a long time coming i'm glad i was able to uh put you over there on your big day and it was awesome. Uh, I really had a good time doing that, and <laughs> I, I don't know. If, so, I mean, I, I can't sell a stunner for shit, but I. I it, it's just always fun just to just see the looks on people's faces when you're just like taking a stone cold stunner in the middle of a wedding in a suit. Like I think just... it got to
1: the point that it. Went, you were trying to avoid me at my wedding because every time I made eye contact with you, I just yelled "Morale" and <laughs> pointed. Yeah, you just and had, had to. It's yeah. like, oh goddammit, it, here it comes.
0: <laughs> you had this look in your eye, and I was like, oh, not again, Goddammit. it! And then I had to sell it every time, so. No, but congratulations, congratulations on the, uh, on the wedding. Thanks, bro. And, uh, dude, I know last time we were, but like, so I had a little hiatus I'm sure you're aware of. I I haven't done the Mm -hmm. podcast for a little while. I just came back last week, but, um, the last time, whenever we were talking about having you on again, before I kind of just faded off into the sunset there, you said you had a story for me about how you got injured, um. I guess belligerently drunk or something in, in Columbus at a Penguins game. I want to I want to oh, give you the God. floor for yeah, this if yeah, you can
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you <laughs>
0: can give us the story.
1: <laughs> like <laughs> well, after I tell this, you know, if I was belligerently drunk, it would make more sense. But to be entirely honest, I w- I might have been the third drunkest guy in my group. Uh <laughs> Bunch of buddies went down to Columbus, and I was on the way back to my seats. You know, we were having a fantastic time. Beer's flowing. That was an awesome game. Oh, I mean,
0: yeah. when was that back That's a great place. That's a great I place to January see a game out there, Sid, too. Sid
1: got, a, Sid got a hat trick and bounced that puck off the boards. Oh, Definitely that was a game purpose, from like so 200 feet? Yes,
0: yeah, sir. yeah.
1: So, um, I had, I had a friend who had that like thousand mile stare, I had no idea what the score was of the game. And I was like, I'm going to go get a couple of <laughs> waters for him. You know, got one for myself because you know, I'm almost 34 now you got to hydrate and I'm walking back up to the seats, uh, ru- rushing up between periods where the third's about to start. And I got a water in each hand and I'm also holding, I, I bring myself a beer too. So I got the cup kind of held. I, I got two waters. I'm double fisting two and a half fisting in the one side and there's we're up at the very last row backs up against the wall if you've ever been to columbus that uh the stadium's gorgeous and yeah it's
0: great place to see a game that's what i was saying before i love it like
1: incredible yeah and i mean we already and we got started early we had an airbnb down there we walked to the stadium it's freezing out but you know we had a we had a bit of a whiskey coat on what and um stopped at a few places beforehand libations are flowing. and awesome game we're having a blast but I, I made the mistake of trying to be polite because there's about maybe nine, ten people between me and my seat. I was rushing up, the period's about to start. So instead of asking them to all get up, and there's an old guy at the end who like looked like standing up was the hardest thing that you've ever seen, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I decided I'm gonna cut across the the seats. And their seats work the same way they do in any hockey stadium that's out there, you know, with the it's kind of It flops off whenever you get up, you know, so it snaps to the back. And I'm walking up the seats, everything's going fine. But at some point, the equilibrium tipped a little bit. I started leaning a little bit further back. I'm holding these two drinks. I went, (laughs) it straight up looked like, you know, after Scar throws Mufasa off of the rock into the wildebeest, like I went straight back, arms (laughs) up in the air, through the waters, just right on my back, slid down maybe two, three rows. Um, it, oh, it was absolutely brutal. Um, I'm
0: sure. I'm sure you had a penguin jersey on, so the Blue Jackets fans thought you were just a complete, just degenerate yinzer. Well,
1: just, <laughs> that's the funny thing about that is, like, well, we made we kind of made friends with the people in this section. And from what I've found, I mean, I'm sure it's different wherever you sit, but like, Blue Jackets fans know that their team fucking sucks and. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I, I, for, I forgot the rules of the podcast. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, it's fine. Um, <laughs> we kind of made want, friends yeah. with people around, and we were buying some beers to the guys around us. Like, we're having a good time. Here's how I knew it was bad. I looked up, and I made eye contact with, with Tuscan and St. Mars, a couple of my other buddies there, and, like, the Blue Jacket friends that we've kind of made friends with, you know? No one was laughing. After they saw me land, it was all just like... <gasps> <gasps> so I'm sitting there thinking, like, oh, my God, I'm dead. You know, like, it's <laughs> even... <laughs> Like, <laughs> like no one was even laughing no one's like they they were it was just concern pity shock you know
0: <laughs> just a brutal bump you took up there huh is that what it is they were was, just like i got a picture what if you happened. Wanna,
1: you know, i'm fine with it i'll share it with you if you want to post it uh, from a couple of days later my whole back turned purple you can see like the the t-shaped outline from the you know the armrests on the seat absolutely brutal
0: <laughs> yeah i'll definitely share it. that that so but I'll say that's a veteran move though. Like you don't want to, you don't want to like annoy the people in your row, especially if you're you've had a, a couple pops and you're trying to get to the bathroom every five minutes. So like, or you're trying to go get more oh, yeah. beer. So you you go on a different row. And and actually, it's a funny story. I just went to the Caps game. I mentioned on the last podcast I was going with some buddies coming into town, and we all went and uh you know we hit the super bowl and everything before that like the the bars around the arena and we were we were toasted pr- feeling pretty good so i i did the same thing like we we were all doing that we were in the last row of the stadium right in front of the standing room only seats right and um uh, and i was like i'm not going to walk around everybody like i got to piss or I'm, I'm trying to just go run and grab a beer real quick so i would like step over my seat and under the standing room only like you know how ppg paints arena if you if anybody's been there the standing room only seats have like a little like it's like a bar area almost, so you can sit there and watch the game, but you can eat and you can stand mm-hmm. there and lean Clean on up something. against
1: it, yeah, exactly. Eat your so, like, yeah.
0: Yeah, so I crawl under that. It literally, everybody in my group that I was with was doing that. And this, like, try hard fucking uh, usher, <laughs> he kept trying to get our attention. He's like, hey, 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 hey. And I was like, I was talking to uh, my buddy's girlfriend, Bree. I was like, just keep walking, just keep walking, just totally ignoring this guy. So then. I go to the bathroom, I come back and I, I see this guy. This guy is still trying to get my attention. This is like five minutes later. I've or maybe even ten minutes. I've gone to the bathroom and I went and got another beer and I'm just like waiting to like go back to my seat, you know, in between play, you can't go back to your seat, you're waiting for a whistle. Right. So but I'm like two sections down because I can see this fucking guy is waiting for me to come back. So I start walking back and he's like, hey. he's waving me in. He's like, Do not go under that uh thing again. That's a safety hazard. I've told other people in your group already. And I'm like Dude, all I'm trying to do is not uh, impede the vision of the people next to me, and I'm 31 years old. I'm pretty sure I can figure out how to climb over a seat and crawl under. But I'll I, I you guess what, from, your, hit from your story, maybe not. <laughs> from your story, apparently he was right. I should have been listening to him
1: all. Well, long. I mean, it was also like it was it was snowing. It was cold there. I was wearing boots. I'm making excuses at this point, but um. Probably the best part about it is, uh, you know, like I said, the fans were pretty cool around us. But then there is, there's always some dick, you know. This guy was in front of us. Um, you know, I'm 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 here making fun of how drunk he was, and and I just fell down (laughs) three flights of steps. You just ate shit
0: in front of twenty thousand people. (laughs) This
1: guy was just like. Super aggressive. He was I'm assuming that he had there was other things that were going on outside of this hockey game. There's no way that you're gonna be that mad that you're getting dummied by the penguins when you're a Columbus Blue Jackets fan. Like something was going on in his life. But dude, yeah. uh, dude's sitting there with his, I'm assuming his dad next to him. And at one point he snaps around and gets up into uh uh our buddy's face, you know on our hockey team, um, our buddy's face and just goes, Are you throwing peanuts at me? And I was like, wait, wait, what are you throwing peanuts at me? And like, it was one thing he yelled it so loud that like everyone in the in the stands is looking around at him. And Tuscan had the, the best response of all times. I mean, look, he looks back. He's got two full hands of peanuts. Like,
2: oh, got, no. oh He no. says,
1: he said, how could I be throwing peanuts? I'm eating them. And that like completely stumped the guy, you know, <laughs> just confused him. <laughs> But then after that, he was just being real antagonistic, started yelling to the point that these Blue Jackets fans that were right to the right of us started yelling at this guy and we were like telling him to calm down. He's like, we got kids here. Quit swearing. <laughs> and <laughs> this guy turns around, like snaps around to yell at them. And I go, listen, I just fell down three flights of steps and you're the one embarrassing yourself right now. <laughs> and then right after that, we started filling the net and he ended up storming out. And the funniest part is, we're all like, after he leaves, like we're like, even the Blue Jackets fan are kind of like, you know, jeering this guy as he walks over. And my other buddy Jason, two seats over, just goes, "I was throwing peanuts at him." Like after all of this, <laughs> so he started we, it. <laughs> we thought this guy was just being a dick. Like we're like, no, we're not throwing that. you know, despite Tuscan's flawed logic, <laughs> you know, how could I throw peanuts? I'm eating them. After all of that, we had no idea. And He was just like, yeah, I was throwing peanuts at him the whole time. <laughs> what?
0: That's glorious. That guy like I said be I was to,
1: the. Yeah, there was three of my buddies who were more drunk than I was, even though I was the one that fell down the steps.
0: <laughs> yeah, that guy should be used to seeing the, the Blue Jackets get dummy by the Penguins. They're Ray, the Penguins' little cool. brother. But you know, I, I think we probably should get into a little bit of uh, you know <laughs> the hockey talk, what what the listeners came here to hear. Uh, but I do enjoy those just hilarious stories talking to you, Ray. Before but, uh,
1: that, here's a little taste of the Shrek cast. <laughs> Did you know that originally, <laughs> instead of Mike Myers. Chris Farley was cast as Shrek. He apparently recorded a whole bunch of the. Did the you the
0: just look photos. that up, or do you did you already know that?
1: No, listen, I don't need to look these kind of things up. I'm I'm gonna be running yeah, a, treat- Shrek, a Shrek Shrek podcast. <laughs> I'm I'm basically a walking encyclopedia of Shrek knowledge.
0: Dude, uh, with the with the number of podcasts that are out there already, I wouldn't be shocked if somebody's already come up with that idea. We got. There,
1: there's no way that uh, there's definitely at least four or five other Shrek based podcasts out there. You know.
0: Yeah, they're going to send you a cease and desist real quick as soon as you start recording. <laughs> but, Fair enough. Yeah, it's
1: fine.
0: But, <laughs> but I did want to hop into the Rocky. the Penguins um, to start off with that, and we'll get into some other topics here around the league. But uh, playoffs right around the corner here, May 3rd, I think, or May 4th is the first day of the playoffs. Obviously, some stuff to be ironed out here. Most of the teams, I think all but one team uh, or one playoff spot in the East has been solidified. Um, and I don't know about the West. I think there's probably a couple spots up for grabs, but I think everybody pretty much knows who's going to be in the playoffs. Um, for the Penguins, though, man, they're really struggling heading into the playoffs. Down the stretch yep. here, two regulation wins in their last 13 games, and uh, Worse, really, really stumbling.
1: It's not it's not good limping into the playoffs, right?
0: Yeah, so I, I don't know what, what your thoughts are on the team. I mean, we, we'll get into some of the news here with the the injuries and suspensions and things like that in a second, but just general thoughts, you know, this is not the time of the year to be, uh, no. like you said, you know, stumbling a little bit and, and not playing your best hockey. So I'm a little bit concerned, just as a Penguins fan. But it depends on the matchup, I think, which we'll we'll get into in a second. But just wanted to get your general thoughts on it.
1: Well, talking about matchups, last night as we were playing World of Shell, we were talking about who we could potentially play still. Um, so I looked that up today, and I guess the way that it works out is. The top or the the first two division leaders play the two wild card teams. Obviously, the one with the most points plays the one with the least amount of points. Um, looking at these matchups, we were saying, is it possible if we're going to play Carolina? Because we were talking about Frederick Anderson just got hurt, and Jordan Stahl, I saw in the same game got hurt.
0: He got rocked by Kale McCarr. Absolutely it dummy. Is
1: possible for us to play them still? I believe. Um, okay. We're right now. I think three points ahead of Washington, but they have two games at hand. The Rangers are tied with Carolina. So, I mean, it's the same thing it's been all year. It It's all the same teams are in. It's just who they're going to actually play at this point. Um, not super confident with the the Jari news coming out. We're going to the playoffs with the same kind of situation as last year, except, you know, we still have Jari and DeSmith. DeSmith was hurt last year, but it's like, are we really... Oh, man. I don't know. That was... He had stretches this year where Jari just looked unbeatable. He was incredible, which he did last year too, but then it got into the playoffs and he just absolutely shit the bed. So my confidence isn't high. And watch right now, because of me saying that, we're gonna go we're gonna go an absolute run and we're gonna sweep in the first round and then you know <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: I hope. I hope I hope I so. Mean, I mean like just, to your... there's
1: there's some good teams in our division though. Like incredible teams. Like, you know, it's it's gonna be tough.
0: Yeah, I mean, to your point, I mean the goalie situation is not great. I've been saying this for like three, four years now, and ever since they—I I guess maybe not that long—but ever since they kind of let let Flurry go, and they had the one goalie system where you're you're gonna need a better backup than Casey DeSmith. No disrespect to him; he's a good player. He's played actually pretty well the last five or six uh, starts. He's got good numbers. I think he's got like a 2 two two nine zero or no, it's a two two zero goals against average and like a nine twenty five save percentage somewhere in there. It's pretty good, especially mm-hmm. for a backup. But if you got Casey DeSmith starting in the playoffs, I I I just don't I don't, I don't see it. Especially if you're going against the Rangers and Igor Shesterkin or you're going against, you know, Shesterkin's probably going to win the Vesna. You're going against Carolina like you mentioned that's a possibility. Even with Freddie Anderson out, I'm not sure I just I don't trust DeSmith. And I, and I've been saying they should have went and got a better goaltender at the deadline the last couple of years. I mean, you got Louis Deming. He, is he I think he's a little better than DeSmith, but he's banged up. He's coming off an injury. Who knows what he has. But it's it's unfortunate. Uh, hopefully, Jari, he's week to week. I know you mentioned the injury. I'll, I'll just update the, the listeners on that. He's week to week with what appears to be a broken bone in his foot. That's not been confirmed by the Penguins, but people close to the team have confirmed it. So, talk about terrible timing. But honestly, I mean, I, I was looking forward to him getting a chance at redemption. I've been calling it all season. I said he's going to have an All Star year uh, last off season. I said it and on this podcast, he has. He was an All Star. Um, you mentioned he looked like unbeatable at certain stretches times
1: this year, yeah, absolutely. He's had stretches this year. We just looked incredible. Um, I had yeah. the same conversation with my grandpa today, and we were talking about how the injuries in hockey are a little weird, like the severity of them um like Anderson having a groin injury could be worse than a broken bone in your foot. you just it it really does you don't quite know, depending on what you you could, you could pump that through a tore at all and still move around, but it's like is he gonna be one of the best parts about Jari's game is. Teams that dump the puck in, he's so good at playing it, just like Brodeur was back in the day, He, if he can't skate as well as he normally can, that actually greatly diminishes his strengths in net. And then if you have, like, Frederick Anderson, even if he does come back, a groin injury is not something that you can deal with as a goalie. That's, like, the entirety of your motion, moving from post to post like that. Um, I don't know. It's a tough situation, like i said i'd like a little bit more confidence going into the playoffs if this was january i was thinking the pens are gonna we're not gonna lose a single game but we've been struggling as of late um it it's really gonna be interesting over the next couple every game now because of the matchups makes a huge difference and i have no idea who we're gonna be playing yet and i think maybe we 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 check back in in a week or two and see how much how confident we feel
0: yeah i mean not only in the goal crease ray like they can't put the puck in the net either. I mean, outside the top line, who I think, and they, they've they had this a little bit in, in the last couple games, but I think they should go with Gensel, Crosby, Raquel as the top line. Give When Malkin comes back from his four-game suspension, which, <laughs> I mean, he absolutely cross-checked. Uh, was it Borowiecki? I, I, I can never remember how to say this dude's fucking name, but uh, from, from Nashville. Borowitski, probably, yes.
1: Borowitski, Wecki. yeah. It's
0: funny, <laughs> the last time Malkin— The last time Malkin got a like a discipline, I think he got a fine, a five thousand dollar fine for like slashing uh, Brady Kachuk like a year or two ago. But Borowicki or whatever his name was
1: to Brady Kachuk, that's fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But but Borowicki I think was in the scrum as well, so it's funny, it's like the same guy. But so they just don't have any, they don't have any secondary scoring, and maybe you put Russ with Malkin, but honestly, like they're not going to get
1: frustrating too, is because right now we have what we have eleven guys who have scored. Well, more than... I, I'm not sure what the numbers are, but we've been getting secondary scoring all year until the last month. Right. You know, you got, like, but D- Danton Heinen just has a career in goals. He's at 17 or 18 17, or like 17, that. yeah. You have and, all and these Jeff- guys that were just filling... Evan Rodriguez, obviously, at the beginning of the season was filling the net and then has done absolutely nothing for the last two months. No, it's he like,
0: doesn't even warrant getting a sweater to me. Like, and, and Jeff, Jeff Carter, same yep. thing. Jeff Carter's decent, but... He he's got like two three goals in the last thirty games something like that. I mean, timing it's, it's and
1: momentum I feel brutal. means more to hockey than any other sport. Um, you can you can win a Stanley Cup or at least a couple of rounds on a hot goalie or you know some bounces here and there. It's tough and it feels like we're not getting any of them right now. Fortunately, there's still a few games less in the season to try to you know lock some things in. But I don't know, it's. Like I said, least confident right now as I have been all year in the Penguins, which isn't a good thing. You want to be Ryan High going into the playoffs.
0: Yeah, exactly. And speaking of hot goalies, like you said, you know, the, one of those matchups potentially is Igor Shastarkin, uh, the goaltender for <laughs> speaking the Speaking of hot Rangers. goalies, this dude is <laughs> Jose unbelievable. Jose Theodore
1: was gorgeous. Oh, no. Oh, you mean like they're
0: playing. Oh, you going gotcha. with
1: that? Yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Hey, yeah,
0: Shaturk. <laughs> make sure if you ever watch the uh, those sandbaggers that. Um, Spitting Chickas does the golf like uh, the golf little like you know two on twos. They play against Jose Theodore and he gets pissed at Biz because Biz keeps calling him Jose Theodore. He's like it's <laughs> not fucking Jose, it's Jose. He's like I'm French. And it's funny. That's just when you uh-huh. said Jose Theodore. I love. Jose
1: <laughs> yeah. Theodore. Shut up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're from Pittsburgh. It's Josie Theodore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Josie Theodore from down the side side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but Shesterkin, dude, that dude is unbelievable. And uh, it reminds me a lot of like the 2010 Montreal Canadiens, where I think the Penguins could outplay the Rangers. I think they're a better team in terms of their lineup, but they could just get, you know, out, outplayed by the goaltender. And like Yaroslav Halak did in 2010. And, uh, you know, I mentioned that on the last episode. And I, I honestly think I, I don't want to play the Rangers. Like, I hate the Rangers, but I don't want to play them. I'd rather play, I honestly would rather play, and I don't even know if this is a possibility. But, like, you mentioned Carolina. I know that's a possibility because you said so, but I'd rather play them. They don't scare me at all. They don't I'd really rather play a, in
1: a, a Carolina with an injured Jordan Stahl and an injured Frederick Anderson than, you know, the, the Rangers in their current setup.
0: Yeah, sure. and, like, I, and, and speaking of rather, Carolina. I like, honestly,
1: I'd rather play Florida, even though they, they're say, absolutely yeah. filling the net. They are, they're just scoring, it doesn't make sense the amount of goals they've scored this year. But it's yep. Bobrovsky. I mean, we've seen we've played him in the playoffs a bunch of times. He is a completely different guy once it switches over to the play. He's won the Vezina twice, but then his yep. playoff numbers are atrocious. You know, when the lights
0: come on, he freezes up, and the Penguins have have dummied him in the past. And yep. and speaking of Florida scoring goals, they scored six today against of Detroit. They did. They've just
1: been. <laughs> yeah, they've, how many, was, how many, like, 20 goal scorers do they have? I think I think everyone on the roster has 10, at least. Like, it's it's ridiculous. I don't know. I'll have to They're look that up. They're spreading it out, too.
0: I'll have to look that up, because um the... I mean, Jonathan Huberto has two points less than McDavid for the Art Ross, yep. I'm pretty sure, right now. Um
1: Barkov's filling the net, too. I think Huber, Huberto's been mostly assists, but, I mean, it's still, like, because everyone on his team's scoring, and he's setting it up, you know?
0: Yeah, and, and speaking of... uh you know, we were talking about Malkin earlier. Like, I wanted to ask because you you mentioned Barkoff and Huberdeau. I was uh, reading an article the other day, and I think I heard it on a podcast too. That um, I guess in 2018, Malkin was coming off a 98 point season, and they had call he wanted. I remember that rumor that was like he wanted to go play in Florida. That's where his wife lives and all that stuff. So apparently, like the rumor was that the um, Florida Panthers had a trade had apparently, trade interest in Malkin. So- Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> and and they uh they were interested in sending Huberto or Barkov for Malkin in 2018. So I don't know what the package would have been, but ah, man, I, I'm not saying I don't want to trade Malkin, but holy shit, imagine a fuck up by the Panthers for them doing that. Because this Huberto guy, I'm looking at his stats right now. He's got 30 goals, 78 assists, and 108 points in 74 games. That's some
1: Joe Thornton. Oh no, Joe Thornton numbers would be fourteen goals, one hundred nine assists. You know, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. I think Crosby had uh, eighty plus assists like early on in his career one year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's so I'll, I'll filter for the goals real quick because um, I know you said. See, so they got. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six guys over 20, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11 over ten goals. Um, and Frank Vitrano is a Ranger now, but he had ten goals with the Panthers. But so they got—I mean, they, they've got a lot of a lot of secondary scoring, and like like I said, Huberto—he he's like the least talked about guy on the planet in terms of like how dominant he is. Like, What's
1: because he's me... playing in Florida a couple of years ago? Yeah. They had a thing where you got season tickets and a jersey for like five hundred bucks. I think I almost thought about doing it going down. I don't even—I'm not a. I'm not even a fan, but shit, I'll go see a couple like the Pens play there away and I'll get a a free yeah, jersey. That sounds very it, it used to
0: be a lot like uh a lot like the Pirates here in Pittsburgh like you could go down there to Florida and it was like 35 bucks for all you can eat club level yep. seats. Yep. Like, you know, it's it it's cheaper. It's almost like you know, Maple Leafs fans, they go to the road game cuz it's cheaper to go to like Pittsburgh, like drive or fly to Pittsburgh, buy the tickets or Philadelphia or something. Then to see a game in your home barn in Toronto, it's how expensive it is. But, yeah, and and, on, and not to mention Florida. It's right in Sunrise, Florida down there in Miami or uh, Fort Lauderdale. So, like, it's – those people don't give a shit about hockey. It's kind of Florida's a shame. its I,
1: own country. They got, a, they got other shit going on there. There's, <laughs> there's meth and, like, alligators and <laughs> assault rifles and shit. Like, I mean, they got <laughs> – the whole the whole the whole slap shot idea that all the old people from uh, up north that moved down to Florida want to watch their old hockey games it, it was it was a lie in slap shot and it's a lie now I and mean, you can't get anyone to go to those games. I know. I know. And it's a shame like, because they have an unbelievable yeah. team right now. And they it's have and one of the best
0: teams in the last decade. And it's different NHL. than their
1: team in in 95, the team that knocked out the Pens just by trapping and cheating and like the refs were not calling anything. These guys are like if you there's highlight real goals every single night. They're filling the net. They're putting up like 1970s 80s like goal output. They're scoring 6-7 goals a night. It should be a team that everyone's behind, but you, I, I was watching a clip there, and there's still empty seats. It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I think they, like you mentioned scoring, I think they have like 25 or 30 more goals than anybody else has scored in the Eastern Conference. It's pretty crazy to so see. Their to differential's
1: like, ridiculous right now? I don't yeah. know what it is, but I was just looking at those stats like a couple of nights ago. It's outrageous.
0: Just take a, take a guess at what their differential is, right currently right now. 50?
1: Is it 50?
0: So differential for those who don't know is goals scored versus goals al- allowed. They're plus ninety nine.
1: That's ridiculous. <laughs> that's absurd. I, Fifty is a lot. They're a, almost a hundred. That's outrageous.
0: So Colorado is wow. having an unbelievable year. Actually, has two more points than Florida, but they're plus eighty eight. Uh, to put that yes, in perspective,
1: Florida's, Florida's been stingier too. But again, I the mean, the Penguins
0: are plus thirty nine. So it's still pretty oh, good shit. number. I,
1: I'm not. I, I don't know if you do any gambling. I really don't at all. But, Christ, yeah, I, I lose. With, with the way that Florida's filling the net, going into the playoffs, and oh, knowing bet how overs. much Bobrovsky turns into a sieve, I want to see what those overs are. Exactly. Yeah, exactly what Yeah,
0: bet the overs. Because they could score with, with the best of them, like we've said. And Bobrovsky's good to let in two or three goals at least a night. Those you are going the, to be some fun series to watch a half. for. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it, might, it, might it, it might end up being, like, like, right now, if the playoffs started today as we're recording this, it would be Florida versus the Caps in round one. Carolina which, versus Boston, which would be a hell of a series. And they they played in the playoffs in the bubble a couple of years ago, and, and yep. Carolina ended up beating them going to the uh, conference final. That didn't final.
1: happen. That, that bubble didn't happen.
0: That's true. And uh you're talking about. Then you got Rangers, Pens, <laughs> and you got Leafs and Lightning. Leafs and Lightning would be a fucking electric series. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, I guess. Um, if, if, if you've
1: never gotten into hockey at this point but you're thinking about it, I feel like some of those matchups, like especially just the whole the East right now, so many teams are just incredible. The Metropolitan specifically, just man, just teams filling the net, fun hockey, back and forth, tons of goals, like everything you want to watch.
0: Yeah, I mean if you haven't been if you can't get into hockey now, like there's something wrong with you. I'm sorry, but you're probably not going to and but I I mean we could go on on and on about that all day. I I did want to ask you about the I saw a lot of heat on um, Crosby and Genso and Latang the other night. I forget who they were playing. Um I don't remember exactly who it was, but they lost in a shootout. And like what are your thoughts on the on the penguin shootouts? Like so what really frustrates me is early in the early in his career Crosby would come down, he would dangle and he would make goalies look stupid. But on the other side, he has like the quickest release probably yeah. of his generation for sure you know you can say OV's a better goal scorer which i agree but the hands of crosby is unbelievable it's like patrick kane hands like so he comes down there and he just tries to use his quick hands and, and shoot like a wrist shot either he glove high he or He doesn't five try hole.
1: to to get the goalie to bite he does he stick handles stick handles stick handles and tries to get a shot off quick in, in his mind it's the highest percentage shot i think you know it's one yeah. of those kind of things yeah
0: yeah i agree but it's like you know it it's, he's been doing it for so long. He's been doing it for like seven, eight years at least now. So like the goalies kind of have the book on him. And like none of those guys, like Latang. I think uh, Gensel, Latang, and Crosby are like like one for, or like two or three for 20 or something this year. And like, uh, well, I know people Pens are calling for like Ricardo Brickell to the
1: him. They've been one of the best shootout teams forever. But a lot of that was because Fleury is like, without a doubt, the best shootout goalie of all time. Yeah, he's Just number one. He has the
0: most shootout wins out of any goalie in NHL history. Yeah, he's un- yep.
1: he's unbelievable because he's he's flashy, he's athletic, he can move. You know, it's it's everything you want in that situation. I don't buy too much into the shootout though. I mean, all that matters. It's way more important for teams that are vying for a position, but for the Penguins who have been in the playoffs forever, it's really never been a big deal for us because it doesn't matter once it gets down to it. You know.
0: Yeah, because so for those that don't know, too, like the. The shootout wins, they go away in a tiebreaker. So, like yep. the the tiebreaker is so like say regulation the Penguins and Rangers and are tied. Wins, yeah. Exactly, regulation and overtime wins. Your shootout wins go away, but still, if you don't run into the tiebreaker, those points can be valuable. And I think the uh, Penguins right now have eleven overtime losses, so they've left eleven points on the table where they could have. I don't know how many of those were shootouts.
1: The, it's almost as many as the sloppy mud pies.
0: Oh, the sloppy mud pies in the i <laughs> in the in the EA Sports Hockey League. Don't worry, man. We're gonna turn it around. We're gonna win the elite. Oh, we Cup. don't need
1: to turn it around. You see, go look at the most recent games played. 7-0 and 1 in the last eight, plus that five overtime nail biter winner last night after you went to sleep. to about 4 a.m. It's beautiful.
0: <laughs> oh man. I love playing NHL, dude. I just love it. It's it's so much fun. I know it's like so corny and so like gimmicky and it's there's so many fucking screw ups with the game and like the I've the had lags more fun playing video kind of shit, games but.
1: this week than I have in a long time, though. We had a couple yeah. awesome sessions. You know, we healthy, we healthy.
0: We healthy <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. I can't wait to get some text asking me what that means. But um you know, I, I did want to ask you to so we touched on the shootout, but I want to ask you about some contracts. So, I read today actually that um, the Penguins at Brian Rust are like really far apart in terms of what he wants versus what they want to give him. So, my theory is number one, I don't think he'll ever produce as well as he will or as he has with, with uh, Crosby and Gensel. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it, it's his right to go out and, and see what he can get at the market, right? Because he's played well; he's played unbelievable. He's a scoring machine on that line when he can stay healthy. That's his big thing. He can't stay healthy. But what if another team comes and offers him, you know, seven years, seven million, seven years, and they eight will. million?
1: I think someone will. Yeah, I mean, and, I feel like and for and him I, and his
0: family, you got to take it. You got to take that fifty-six, sixty million dollars, like sixty sheets. You got to take it.
1: I, in first, my opinion, first and foremost, I love Brian Rust. Just awesome me too exact kind of guy that you want on your team part of the reason we won those cups in uh 16 and 17 was because you know those we had a couple of young guys who came in and played out of just in absolutely incredible Gensel rust uh scott wilson came up and he was playing great for a while scotty Um,
0: wilson what a boss
1: but the thing is, <laughs> with Rust is like you know he's just worked his ass off to get to the point. Of, he's taking a huge discount right now for his output. He should be making more based on the goals he's scoring. But the thing is, every single team in the league would benefit from having him on their team. You know what I uh, mean? Of course. Yeah. So uh, that tells me that, and and like, I know the Pens have had a lot of luck and a lot of you know yeah uh, play, incredible players who have taken a discount that's why we're still competing and still in the playoffs while chicago's not you know while you know all these other dynasty teams that were really good for a while it's because detroit Detroit's la well la's one.
0: actually in this year but they've been they've been struggling the last Which couple of years with, yeah. yeah
1: unbelievable job it, they've been yeah it's, that's 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 beside the point but just the, um, <laughs> uh you know like you have you have teams that their best players get paid Pittsburgh's been like you know, it's the organization. It's probably a lot of it, is, it has to do with Mario Lemieux. If we're being honest, you know, it's, he's he's the legend. Right. He is, you know yeah, you you, you wanna you'll you'll take a discount to be there to be on a winning team. But I've never had a player like this that I like so much, but almost expect him to leave. I'm gonna be bummed, of course, but if he gets an offer from Minnesota for eight million a year for seven years, how are you gonna be mad at him for taking that he was a he was a grinder when he came on their team he was a fourth line player he was a penalty killer and he has just been one of the most reliable goal scorers for the team. He can kill penalties he four checks hard, he back checks hard. he's got a great shot, he can play with great players. he could play on any line i mean it's it's um, the writing's kind of on the wall with that, you know.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't blame him. I wouldn't blame him at all. Like you said. I'll love it, to keep
1: him, but I just don't think it's gonna happen.
0: I just couldn't justify the Penguins having to match the offer like with their cap right. issues, especially if they want to keep Latang and, and Malkin and that's mm-hmm. a different discussion for a different day. But like, you know, I'm not sure they the Penguins want to give him seven million. Look at Jake Gensel. Like, so do you think Jake is a better player <laughs> than Brian Russ? Jake is making five and a half million a year. He's younger. There's a couple of those
1: contracts like, that are but now the, the, we could keep the whole game together, but like we got to shed some of these. Um, I, Zucker plays the right way, but he's making more than Rust. And he's making more than Gensel, I think, or about the same, something like that. I'm not sure exactly what the cap hit is. Um,
0: yeah, it's the exact same cap. I'm pretty sure. Five and a half. Kapanen's
1: making way more than the amount of goals he's scoring. So like right. I, I really don't know how it's going to play off, but like to me, someone's going to offer him way more than we can. And I'm almost expecting it.
0: Yeah. And you just tip your cap to him and say, Hey, see you down the road. Appreciate everything you did to Stanley exactly. Cups. If he's going to like, I, you, you can't fault the guy for doing what's best for his family. You know, it, but uh, again, he hasn't left yet. So I don't, it's, it's not the, uh it's not hey, the Brian I'd Russ eulogy i absolutely here, love but,
1: to keep him around, but Hey, you know, we, we don't know what's going to happen, but ex- th- th- that seems to be just, he is overachieved every step of the way. That's oh, the best 100%. way to put it. Yeah. And
0: I, I do want to ask you this, though, Ray. Like, so say the Penguins do, God forbid, knock on wood, they um, flame out in the first round, right? Say they go out in the first round, and I'm okay. not even sure it would be a flame For out, especially certain. if really Jari's does. hurt or if they're right. playing the Rangers or playing Florida or Carolina, maybe better teams on paper. Do you just let all those guys go? You let Latang go, you let Malkin go, you let Russ go, you say, like, hey, we won, t- we won three cups, two recently, but, you know, the last five years, this core hasn't gotten it done. Really hasn't gotten out of the first round. Has had a, a, you know, it's gotten swept. Has gotten, you know, smoked by the fucking Habs. Gotten beat by the Islanders again. Um, you know, like what do you what do you say to that? Like, do you, because that the new Fenway Sports Group, that the team that or the the ownership group now that uh, bought it from Lemieux and, and Burkle that owns uh, Liverpool Football Club in the English Premier League, they own the Boston Red Sox. They They're don't the have any NBA allegiance to these too. players. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have any allegiance to these players, which I kind of like. They'll come in here, they'll get it straightened out. Uh, they're not going to think with their heart; they're going to think with what's best for the team, what's best for the logo, and best for the Penguins. But do you do you let those guys go? I I don't see them letting Malkin go just because I think Crosby would be furious, and I think it's just like a kind of a nostalgia thing. But you have to keep in mind, Chris Letang. It's been reported that from Josh Yo, he friend of the show, he has been um, saying you know, basically Letang. Once top dollar, he feels he's been underpaid, which I agree he has been. He's making seven and a quarter.
1: He's taking discounts all along the way, a guy.
0: 100%.
1: First of all, let's, let's take a moment to address all these dipshits that are at the game that know absolutely nothing about hockey, have never played, who, oh, the woman sucks, he turned the puck over. He's out, he's out <laughs> in the ice 30 minutes a night, you know? He's playing more than anyone. Sure, he's going to have more turnovers, statistically, because he's always touching the puck. He's right. doing things that people can't do. But we're at a point right now with this team, you know? Um, and first of all, I just want to take a moment to think, like, you know, because I know that a lot of the other fans around the league hate Penguins fans because of this. We have won so many times. We've had the leading score in the league so many times. <laughs> so many more than anyone <laughs> else in, in recent memory. Like, th- this team has done so much, you know, and for a while there with all the talent you thought after the 2009 win, but, like, I, I don't know. I, I've kind of, like, after we won those back-to-back Cups in 16, 17, it was just like, you know what? This has been amazing. This has been just an unbelievable be rum. Be grateful. I'm enjoying it, and I'm just having fun watching. You know what I mean? Yeah. And... I get so sick of the half-ass casual fans who are saying, oh, we haven't won in a couple of years. It's like, okay, yeah, but we, it's really difficult to win the Stanley Cup. There's a bunch of really good teams in this league. You know, It's ridiculous to think that you're going to. And I don't think that I ever see the Pens in a full rebuild mode like, you know, the X, the X division pens where the, we were just collecting draft picks, playing as horrible as possible.
0: Dick and, Tarnstrom out there, baby.
1: <laughs> lean the league in defenseman points. That was, that, <laughs> we've talked about Dick Tarnstrom every single time I've been on, by the way, I think. He's a fucking um, boss, dude.
2: <laughs> with
1: the, well, hold on real quick. Um, let me get through this. I need to get a couple more beers. What? And then we can come back to Dick Tarnstrom. Um, but just as long as Sid's on the team, you can't rebuild. How could you? He's a once-in-a-lifetime talent, um, and also being a huge Pens fan, once-in-a-generation talent, we also have <laughs> Mario Lemieux. So, like, already, we're way, we're way, 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 way ahead of most teams. It's I want to stop you there.
0: I want to stop you there because, like, the Penguins arguably, since probably, like, 1989, you could probably say, have had the best player in the NHL since then. So they've had Lemieux, Jager, At the very least, Crosby. half the
1: time. And that's against <laughs> all of the other teams in the league. So one team has had the best player in the league half the time. That's like penguins fans should never be whining about this team. We should just be smiling and laughing and enjoying about, you know, all the stuff that we've gotten to see. It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. My brother-in-law, Andrew, shout out to him. He always, he's from Virginia and he's like a Capitals fan. And, uh, I guess, you know, commanders fan or whatever the, the football team is now. And, and, um, He's always like, you know, Pittsburghers are so goddamn, just like, they, they don't really appreciate what they have. Like, all these other teams. No, that's like, not all of
1: us. That's message board people. Those are well, message board. That's all I am. That's Reddit people. That's comment section people. Right, The average exactly. actual hockey fan, we know exactly how, I don't like to use this term, how blessed we are for seeing this. It's been a blast. And we oh, know 100%. that, and I understand that, you know? I, I was there cheering when Andy Kyoto, our current goaltender coach, broke our however many game, loss streak, 15-17, something like that. <laughs>
0: so exactly. I don't take this shit
1: for granted. Yeah.
0: Exactly. 100%, man. And, and what I was saying about Letang uh, before was like, you have to keep in mind that his old agent, who I don't remember how many years he was his agent, but he's now the general manager in Montreal. And there's nothing Mark that Bergeman? Montreal... No, no. Mark Bergman got he got shit canned earlier oh. this year. Was, was it Pat No,
1: that's that's
0: no, that's Sid's agent. agent. I can't remember his name. Uh, I'll, oh, let me look it up. But he he basically he he's the GM there now in Montreal. And there's nothing that Montreal. His name's Kent Hughes. Uh, he's okay. the he's the uh, GM now in Montreal. But there's nothing that Montreal fans and their organization would like more than a French-Canadian superstar. Yeah. When's the yeah. last time they've had a French-Canadian superstar? Like, the the, the one that they thought they were going to have was Jonathan Drouin, and he hasn't done shit, and he's had his off-the-ice issues, and, you know, I hope everything's fine with him. and he, uh, He's had some some mental health problems and stuff, so hopefully everything's okay with him. I'm not saying anything negative towards him. He's a hell of a talent. He was a great player coming out of juniors. Just really hasn't lived up to the hype. But, you know, that, that that's really... I can't think of the last guy. Like, maybe... Like, who would it be in Montreal? I really have no idea. Mo- uh, Patrick Waugh? Like, <laughs> I mean. Well, yeah,
1: but well, they screwed that one up.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, and that's an all-time story. I love that. But, you know, Patrick Waugh, well, I have his autograph. I'm looking at it right now behind me. But he, uh, I can't think of it. Like, so I could see Montreal just being like, we're just going to appease all of our fans, all of our French-speaking fans, and, and, and throw $10 million at this guy. And, like, again, back to the Brian rusting. thing. Could you blame Letang if he's thirty five years old and some no. teams offered him ten million a year, no. nine million a year?
1: He's like, already I mean, and all the all go these, make your I mean, money, man. Obviously, like you know, the whole idea of keeping the gang together is something like that's some Hollywood shit, like you know. But when it comes down to it, as these guys age out, you have to start thinking about the realization that you're not going to play hockey forever. Now, a lot of them end up being coaches and stuff like that, so you can be involved with hockey forever. But at the same time, if someone's gonna offer you this ridiculous amount of money, you can't be mad about it. You know? No,
0: Um, because you put yourself in their position, dude. Like if somebody's offered me ten million and I've already won three times, like me as a competitor, I want to win. Three cups. But but also it's incredible.
1: There's so many three players that have never won. There's no guarantee I'm gonna win. Win. Right, exactly. Yeah. 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 There's no
0: guarantee I'm gonna win in Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh can't offer me ten million, and I'm thirty four, thirty five years old. I can go make a five year deal, ten million, fifty million dollars. I'm setting my family up even more so than they already are. Like you just, you, you can't fault them. I hope it doesn't happen again, like you said with Brian Rust. I love to see Letang and Malkin and Crosby right. all retire together. Right but again, for me,
1: together, but, in reality, but for me, I'm, it's, I'm, it's about too.
0: the logo, man. It's about yeah. the logo for me. Yeah. Like if it, the best, the best decision for the team is what I support, and like you said. It makes sense because Crosby's still at the top of his game. He's playing at like 110-point pace right now mm-hmm. for over 82 games. He missed first part of the season he's with the uh, COVID and the recent injury. He does
1: other things better now than he did. You know, I like guess he slowed down a little bit. There's other things that he focuses on. He's just, until he retires, he's going to be, you know, we're going to be competitors.
0: Yeah, so, and like, on, a, I forget who yeah. was saying it. It was somebody for the Rangers the other night. Um he basically after the game, and I know they, you know, they tire pump each other and play tummy sticks or whatever after the game <laughs> in the press conference, but he, but he was saying like, you know, there's a lot of guys in this league that I know that would take Sidney Crosby over anybody today at his current state Still, on their team. Yeah, right. Yeah, like yeah. I know McDavid is great. Matthews, we'll get to him in a minute. Like all those guys are unbelievable, but. Like people just don't see if if and I'm not I'm not I don't want to be that fucking guy that's up here like wham 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 you don't understand the game you don't you, you don't understand how good he is but it really is if you know hockey and you watch hockey and you watch it for more than like the the box score at the end of the game and you know the stats and all that and you actually watch the game the little things that Sidney Crosby does that that Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid and those guys are trying to get to they'll all tell you like face-offs, face-offs, defense that's positioning is iq everything is unreal you just see like a little one touch little pass and it it looks like nothing to the casual viewer and a guy that plays hockey like myself at a very very low level compared to these guys and barely can fucking move out there uh understands like that is unbelievable uh but you know it's 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 crazy it's it's crazy what uh you know what the penguins fans have been a been a part of but uh but last uh, last thing I wanted to mention, and before we get around the league a little bit, it was on Sidney Crosby. He actually, finally, uh, he's done it a couple of times over the last couple of years, but he tied Alexander Ovechkin in points. I don't remember what the exact total was. I think it's fourteen hundred and five points, um, because he got his fourteen hundredth the other night in a game-winning goal against Nashville, I believe, in overtime got his 1,400th point, but he's got like 167 let's go, 167 less games, I believe, than, than Ovechkin. And I know all the Caps fans are out there like, wah, wah, wah. You're, the best ability is availability. Yeah, 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 I believe it. But, dude, 167 yeah. less games, and you got the same number of points. And the way that the – the way Against, that the,
1: and, and the guy we're comparing him to is the guy who is very likely going to break Gretzky's record for most scored, which seemed untouchable. So, I yeah. mean, like, what else do we need to say? I mean, it's – you know.
0: Yeah, so that's what I mean. I'm like, I'm not. It's just, it's funny to me, and it gets under my buddies that are Caps fans' uh, skin a little bit, just because I'm always like, yeah. I mean, if Crosby played that many games, as as many games as Ovi, he'd have probably like, you know, a, a ridiculous number more than Ovechkin has. But Ovechkin's never really been a point getter. He's been a goal scorer. And your Caps fans out there will say, well, they're paid to score goals, and goals count. But you know, some of the little things, like I said, they don't show up on the score sheet. Or they don't show up in the highlight reel, I should say, that Crosby does that is an assist, maybe a secondary assist, you know, or a primary. He's had so many primaries. I think that 52% of his points this year, or his assists, have been primaries. So, like, you know, and, and that's a the primary assist, for those who don't know, is the person that passes it directly to the person that scores. So, like, you can get a secondary assist. Every goal, unless there's not two people that pass it, every goal has a, a goal scorer and two assists. There's, but, uh, you and know, they're, I, defi- I,
1: I, they're definitely not created equal. Sometimes it's, oh, no, sometimes like the puck bounces off you and then two other people make an incredible play. And then there's also other plays where you were the one that uh, four checks, knocks a puck loose, skates all the way in the zone, and there's two quick passes and you don't get the assist on it. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of a finicky stat. To look at that, you know?
0: Yeah, it's, it's, you know, and, and you could say the same thing like so on the other side of things, Ovechkin. You know, people laugh at Crosby's secondary assists or whatever, like, oh, it's not really involved in the play, which is, you know, erroneous. Which, but- which
1: if you actually take a moment to watch the game, not only is he involved in the play, but there's probably a couple other assists you could tag on where he did the majority of the play, you know, back-checking, lifting someone's stick, making a ridiculous pass. But then the same thing that I just talked about happened, touches a couple other people so you don't get one. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's been most impressive to me about Ovechkin is just his ability to put the fucking puck in the net. I mean, he—you all know where he's going to be. He's going to be in that right above that left circle, winding up for a slap shot. Everyone knows it's coming, and he still gets it past the goalie. That's that's impressive, you know.
0: Yeah, like it's it's crazy how like my dad always says that to me. He's like, "How
1: do how does he keep scoring?" From I don't that? know. Like, how do- and I don't think anyone else knows. Like he's just he just put it in, you know.
0: Because you only have to give him like an inch of ice, and he's gonna yep. if you, he he gets an open shot, he's gonna put it on net, and chances are it's gonna go in. The one thing I wanted to point out, I don't know how many empty netters Ovi has over his career or this year. I think he's got double digit empty netters this year. I want to say um, he's got forty seven goals right now. And that might be completely off, but I know he has a decent number of empty netters, is Brett Hall. Brett Hall, in 1990, hit 86 goals. I think that's the most goals scored. Um, They keep saying the most goals scored by an American-born player, which we'll talk about in a second, is Austin Matthews. I know Brett Hall is American, but he was actually born in Canada, so there's like a little... Tiny little um, asterisk or like technicality there that makes him a canadian born the obviously way that he, he born puts there.
1: down beers he, they they might just accept him as Irish at this point right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but he but he had eighty six goals in nineteen ninety ninety one and zero empty netters That's and eighty six goals so wow. he only had twelve I'm looking at it right now he had twelve empty netters or i'm sorry eleven empty netters in his career. And he had 741 goals.
1: Is that just because you don't put Brett Hall out during a game when you want to protect the lead? That's gotta a be thousand it. percent. That, honestly, a thousand, thousand to be percent, in,
0: yeah. <laughs> yep. And and like people that have played with him or coaches and stuff have said the same thing. Like, you know, <laughs> we're not putting <laughs> right. Holly on the ice. No and, uh, way. You're gonna put, exactly. a put a
1: grinder, a penalty killer out there. You don't want to
0: <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Uh but I know I mentioned Austin Matthews. What do you make of his? His run this year, man. He's, he's got the uh, goal record for most goals in the season by an American-born player I mentioned before that Brett Hall was actually born in Canada. But he's got 58 goals right now, which is unbelievable. Here's um, what I make out of it. Record for the um, Leafs, too.
1: What I make out of it is, uh, who gives a shit? It's the Maple Leafs. Every other national news... every other hockey art writer every other hockey podcaster is going to talk about it they haven't won since 1967 who gives a shit we're not talking about Toronto I'm moving past it let's go what else do you
0: got the only thing I'll say
1: (laughs) (laughs) who cares the Flyers have won the Stanley Cup more recently than Toronto who why do they matter until they win I don't care I don't care what anyone on their team does. I don't want to talk about Mitch Marner's incredible season. I don't want to talk about all the goals that Austin (laughs) Matthews scoring. Who gives a shit? Doesn't matter. The other
0: thing I like talking about is they haven't won a playoff series, not even a Stanley Cup, just a series since 2004. And uh, I think I've said this on the podcast before. I'm sure I have. But let's go back and talk
1: about the Panthers more. They like they got a much better chance. (laughs)
0: Oh yeah, I, I mean that would be a hell of a series if those two teams play. And I agree Actually, with you, man. Yeah, I yeah. I agree with you. I I think that the you know, the Maple Leafs again they're they're kind of in that bucket, like you said. Until they do it, people are going to doubt them, and I'm going to doubt them. And I don't really care how good of a regular I season they yeah, have. I mean, like, their
1: fan, their fans are as cocky as like Patriots fans, except they win every year. Um,
0: they're the Dallas Toronto Cowboys of the doesn't. NHL. That's what they yeah. are. They're,
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: Um, they're they're hyped up every year.
1: Except they didn't run into Neil (laughs) McDonald, Neil O'Donnell, Neil O'Donnell, baby, Neil McDonald. Jesus
0: Christ, (laughs) that's my Uh, grandfather. He always says Neil O'Donnell. He look over there and he throw over there.
1: (laughs) Right, yeah. But he
0: fucking yeah. He he completely ruined the Super Bowl. Everyone talks about
1: him. Everyone hypes them up. They sell more jerseys than anyone. And until they win a Stanley Cup, they don't matter.
0: Moving on. What else we got? (laughs) <laughs> All right. I like it. I like it. Ray calling the shots. I respect the hell out of this. Um, Brendan Gallagher. So he had some interesting comments um, for Stutzel, the the young player for Tim Ottawa. Stutzel. Yeah. And they call him uh, Jimmy, I believe is his nickname. But um,
1: I like any player that's got an umlaut in their name. So, yeah, that, that's <laughs> they, yeah hear about my this. wife
0: will like that, too. Well, just like um, well, you know,
1: my we're going back to uh, World of again. Rospunsulti Klonker has plenty of umlauts, arguably yeah. too many umlauts. <laughs> too many. I was gonna say. <laughs> <They're> all,
0: <laughs> oh my god! I'm not like, even um, sure that,
1: that you might be you might, might be pronounced completely different in German. But he's Swedish and he has black hair. Don't worry about it. What's the
0: it's the well, the the umlaut over the O is like an er sound I believe it I took be like re, four or ris- five ris- years of German it's,
1: yeah exactly yeah like uh, ich ich möchte ein paar Kekse uh, which I think I believe means I would like a, a couple cookies um, yeah it's that that O with the dot over it so it's it's actually responsibility Klunker is how it's the, pronounced
0: the, the German yeah. language is incredible to me I actually saw a thing <laughs> I think I think right. Barstool Barstool posted the other day. This English person was reading like a sign in front of a building in Germany. And it said, like, I'll, I'll spell it out. But it said, like, W-I-R, then space, S-U-C-K-E-N, Wir? then it said D-I-C-K. And she's like, we're sucking dick. And uh, and she's like, "What does that mean?" He's like, "We're hiring." <laughs> I just laughed my ass off. But honestly, I, I took five years of German. The only thing I could speak is "Ich trinke Iron Beer." So uh, that's that's all I got. That's gin, gin I got. let's go. Yeah. <laughs> my wife's gonna kill me for this because she's the she's the biggest German fan on the planet and just loves her heritage and I respect it. But well, um, I,
1: yeah, I I have a I have a cousin named Schultz Reinhardt. So I mean.
0: <laughs> That's as German as it gets <laughs> Pretty much But uh, Stussel- I, I also,
1: I, I didn't realize that you took that many years of German I did too Um, I took a, a <laughs> I took German in high school And we really didn't do much But then I also took it in college Because I was interested I actually wanted to kind of learn it But I had a professor who was A nun at Duquesne University Absolute oh sweetheart One of the nicest ladies I've ever met About a thousand years old but she really wasn't <laughs> concerned with actually teaching anyone. And I remember like after I got into year two or three, I was just hoping she wouldn't retire before it was done. Cause if I had to actually go into the year four of German with you know, her class, where she just kind of like hung out and told us stories about how she was in Germany, I would have been in trouble, but I made it through. She retired like a semester after me. So I got through it. We were good. Together. <laughs>
0: yeah. We had to take a We had to take a language. Um, Starting in 8th grade. Oh, in 8th grade, we got to do, like, French, Spanish, or German. And the German teacher in ninth grade, I know, was, like... I mean, I don't know if this is, like, PC to say it, but she was kind of a rocket. So that was the reason we we took that class. And then, uh... You mean, um, like,
1: she was was into space exploration? Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's what I mean.
0: And, uh... But uh, that's the reason why. And uh, afterwards, I'm like, well, "Why did I do that?" Because, like, I mean, no offense to the German language, it's really not useful in today's era. Like, the Spanish would have been a lot you, more. Spanish useful. would have
1: made a lot more sense for all of us in living in America. Yeah, right. Or maybe
0: like maybe they teach Mandarin or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. German Germans, you know, you know, I don't well, even know what other countries German's outside of arguably Germany speak. It.
1: The funniest language because everything you're saying, yeah, we're sounds sucking like you're dick means we're hiring. But yeah, they also have like. They have a word that's six sentences long. This word has 173 letters in it. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> it's like, what, is what does that mean? Oh, I love you. It's like, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> okay, we got to reel it all the way back in to to Tim Stutzel. It happens to be a German guy. Was
1: that was that just a five minute? Because you said Stutzel, and then that's where yeah.
0: He- you went off on a on a heater. I loved it. I had to I had to feed into it, but hey, uh, sorry. No, that's what makes this podcast great. That's, that's why people love us, having, that's you, or or me having you on. That's what makes us
1: live.
0: But Stutzel, he, um, he, he, I think he got like knee on knee hit against the, the Habs and he went down. He was thriving in pain or whatever. And after the game, I don't know if you saw the comments, but basically, Brennan Gallagher, you know, he said,
1: You know what? Um, when I was 10 years old, Our coach had a rule, if you lay on the ice, and we didn't have trainers, if the coach had to come on the ice and get you, you know, you're too hurt to play. You had to sit for minimum three shifts. He's a great player. played against him for two, three years now. More than half the games we've played against him, he's laid on the ice, and he's right back out there next shift. He lays on the ice, he acts like he's hurt, he sells the call.
0: He's on the ice, that same power play. You know, there's kids
1: watching. Um, we're role models. If I was a teammate of his, I'd tell him to smarten up. Um, you know, it's uh, it's just not a good look.
0: You know, I, I wanted to hear your thoughts on that because it's kind of like an old school mentality, which I agree with. I I agree with Brennan Gallagher's. You know, if you can get up, you know, if you got an arm injury, your legs are fine, skate off the ice. But also, like, is Brennan Gallagher really one to be? telling people to quit diving and whining. And, I was like
1: that. That was, that was my main thought is I've seen him embellish more penalties over the years God, than anyone he's flopping around showed, out
0: there like a fish out of water all the just time. Don't be a hypocrite.
1: Like, I mean, um, I mean, yeah, that, that's, that's, yeah, he's obnoxious. Let's just, let's just put it that way. He's an obnoxious player. He has been and he's passed and he does it well. You know, he could skate. He, he scores every once in a while. He's a good penalty killer. Um, But also at the same time, Th- that's like an annoying kind of combination of the old school dinosaur hockey media where they hate players like um, what's, oh, that kid over in Anaheim, Trevor Segris, yeah. for scoring incredible goals that are getting people excited and watching the game. And right. they just overrate fourth liners who are barely making the roster. It's like, whoa, oh, you're a star player. You know, he's out there. He's blocking shots. That's what you need to do. Those are the people that they have actually in the broadcast booth. And that, that, annoys me also just being a hypocrite too because you know (laughs) if this is a player who's never had a diving penalty who's saying like that but it's brendan gallagher you know it's get the hell out of here so two
0: things two things i'll say number one Sidney Crosby everybody claims he's a big diver never had an embellishment or diving penalty in his career number well, one Well
1: that, that 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 annoys me. I hate like the internet arguments about that. Oh, he's a diver. It's, like, it's cuz his first year like Darian Hatcher tried to knock his teeth out, you know, in like one yeah. of his first games. And he definitely did like a little bit of embellishing early on, but it's like that was so long ago at this point. And you're still harping on that. Yeah, it's if ridiculous. you if you
0: watch Sid now, he he barely ever
1: he rolls you know, his eyes and says, officials. "Yeah, okay, and that's it." And then he goes to the box and that's it. You know, it's like
0: The only thing I can remember is a couple of years ago he got a 2 and a 10 in, in um in Tampa for, you know, he got a penalty like a cheap shitty penalty he didn't agree with and he he came right out of the box after Kucherov scored on the power play went right to the official and was complaining and he got sent right back in the box and got a 10. That's that's really the only thing I can think of, you know, for for him doing that And you know, I don't know. I I just I hate that. I hate that whole like just you know, Crosby's a diver. Like dude, honestly, like just piss off. Like you said, shut it's up. been so shut long. Up. He's shut been up. he hasn't
1: done that in so long. yet. Yeah, it's like and, it's just, uh, shut
0: up. It's done. To other people's credit though, like he was he was bitching and complaining at the refs a lot early on in his career but also like but, watching but,
1: every game yeah, he was at, getting well, he, harassed he was small he wasn't taking. as strong exactly and that was also like kind of transitioning right now i mean how many how many 100 point scorers are we going to have this year a ton when sid yeah. first came in the league it was dead puck era you know what i mean there was guys clutching and grabbing you had guys like darian hatcher who couldn't even skate you know <laughs> just they're out there skating <laughs> like me just like slogging through mud and they're over there like a, a kid who's incredible <laughs> trying to take cheap shots just because they're bigger than him. And, like, that's where a lot of that comes from. But, you know, it's well, just retiring. So, it. Come up with something else. You know, Or yeah. do what do what we do as Pens fans. Like, we hated Ovechkin for years, but now at this point it's like it's an old rival. I, I honestly can't even hate him anymore. He fills the net. He's a goal scorer. Like, we've won more Cups than him. Like, we won. The good guys won. It's over. You know? It's like... Yeah, just, I respect... Just relax. Everyone relax. I respect him. Just relax at this point. Like, find something else to get angry about. There's no reason to get mad about Sidford because he... He he maybe threw his head back a little bit too hard 15 years ago. Just chill. Like,
0: get out Yeah, of and, and, and so, like, the the modern hockey fan, and a lot of it has to do with social media. Everybody has a voice, even well, though nobody fucking worse. cares. Right, yeah, exactly. But, yeah. but like people don't remember or people weren't watching and I granted I wasn't alive then but I've done I'm a hockey fan a hockey historian like I've watched all this stuff like I, I understand I know all this stuff like Gretzky didn't have to really endure that shit because nope. back in the 80s if you touched Gretzky you were getting two-handed on the back of the head by Marty McSorley and you you didn't want any part of that Yep. So like, yep. even, And that's why Lemieux quit in the first place. He retired because he's like, this is a fucking garage league. In, these guys in suck. In 1995
1: against the Panthers, it comes back around, and that was a completely different team back then. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They're just like whoa. harping. They're holding him. They're grabbing. They're slashing. He also, who else
1: like, did Gretzky have? Us? Semenko was out there too. Like you didn't touch him. You didn't. I mean, and also Gretzky was a better skater than everyone, and you couldn't catch him. So that helped. <laughs> right. Like, immensely. Right.
0: Yeah. It's just it's it's unbelievable, and like the.
1: I just get sick of the people making arguments and like you you ignore because if you're going to say something like that and call someone a diver, that means you're ignoring your entire team history. Every single franchise in the league, every single one has had an obnoxious player, you know,
0: Um, I don't (laughs) want to equate it. I I don't want to equate it back to and saying I'm equal to that. But like in our last uh, beer league game, I took a dive and drew a two minute hooking penalty. (laughs) Not a big deal. I felt I felt the stick near my hands. I went down easy. I mean, that's just what you do. Like, that's just part of the game. you know. But, but we'll, we'll move off of that. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't harp do that. On Every that.
1: penalty I draw, it's like somebody, i oh, just big well, guy. I just can't skate. So, like, if somebody puts a stick near my feet, I'm going down. It's not because I'm trying to do, draw a penalty. I just can't. It's difficult out there. It's ice. So, it's slippery surface, and I'm wearing, bla- like, blades on my feet. Are you kidding me?
0: Yeah, you got just, like, it's a half-inch half inch of steel keeping you up, man. Uh <laughs> yeah, you know, so, so I guess moral of the story on that one is uh, I agree with uh, is, I agree with the, the, the sentiment Brennan from Gallagher. Brennan Gallagher, but you shouldn't be the one delivering the message. Exactly. Um,
1: that means a lot more if like Anse kopetar Kopitar said that. I don't know why I picked his name, but like that's, you know, a guy that well, no one yeah. has a problem with, you know,
0: <laughs> exactly. Because on Kopitar is, a, you know, a respectable guy. He's quiet. He, he goes about his business a like a
1: vampire. Have you ever seen this He's from Slovenia, which I think is near Transylvania uh don't quote me on that, but I think it is, and like he's like he's got like these dark circles under his eyes. I've never seen him out in the sunlight have you whoa whoa have you whoa Have you, you got problems the...
0: with people with dark circles under their eyes and don't no, like the sunlight
1: no, look at me look at <laughs> look at me. <laughs>
0: My wife always is saying that I she's like guess. it's so dark in here. Why are the blinds closed? I'm like I don't want the light beaming yeah. in my house. Here's like, why: I- <laughs> if I wanted to be outside, I'd be outside. Guys,
1: like, guys who are up till four or five a.m. playing video games, and then when the sun comes up, they hide for a bit. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, man.
0: exactly. I mean that's, that's me and you to a T, man.
1: Uh, speaking um, of which, we talked about um, you know <laughs> me getting married in October. We went to Hawaii for the honeymoon. That was hilarious <laughs> to watch me. I spent so much money on cabanas and like you know. <laughs> Any kind of cover I could get, just to just to escape just from the out. sunlight. Yeah. I had a blast. That place is amazing, but I I made a lot of effort to get away from the sunlight while I was down there.
0: Oh, you got to, dude! Like, you, like so. Funny story when we, when we were on our um, our honeymoon. So we got married June twenty fourth, twenty seventeen. We were on our honeymoon, and anybody that knows anything about hockey, and if you listen to this podcast, you probably know a little bit now. If you didn't before, but. The free agency starts on July 1st, so we're sitting by the pool, and I felt like, I, I mean, Sarah's awesome, so she she understands, she gets it, I'm obsessed with hockey, but I'm sitting there on my phone, running on honeymoon, I'm just, I'm refreshing Twitter every two seconds to see, like, goddamn it, the Penguins signed somebody, please, Penguins sign somebody, and that's what I was doing, I was just sitting under the cabana, I was drinking, I would go get two beers at the bar, but it was like 387 degrees out, that my my second beer would be piss warm before I could get before I could uh you know get to it, and that's what I want to do. I want to stay out of the sunlight i just i I like being outside like when it's warm out, but it's just like especially being inside, man, like at my house like I said, I don't want like everybody on h d t v and all that's like all oh, the natural light is great, yeah, it makes a big fucking glare on your t v you can't see while you're trying <laughs> to watch something. If I wanted to be outside, I would be outside, shut the blinds and let me just watch t v or like hang out in my house nice and cool. You wonder why it's so goddamn hot in the house because the all the windows blinds are open the sun's just beaming in that's my rent rant for the day i'm sure uh sarah will have something to say about that but
1: uh wait before before we move on quick correction i did i did a quick google search to see how close transylvania is to slovenia it's almost 12 hours apart driving so i want to apologize It's, it's nowhere near it uh, that was with that was within the margin of error, man. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, I mean, I don't take I don't take back the fact that I think that uh, Ansi Kopitar might be a vampire, but he's just not a Transylvanian vampire. He's from Slovenia, you know. <laughs> Vampires can be multiple things; they don't have to always be from Transylvania, Tim. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. That's
0: true. I'll give you that one. I'll give it to you. <laughs> um but I, I I did want to. So, did you see what happened with uh, Ryan Hartman and, and Evander Kane last week?
1: I did. I did. I I didn't. I wasn't watching the game live, but I saw the, the aftermath specifically. The uh, Wild fans and Evander Kane's uh, ex-wife were all raising money for his for the, his Stone Cold Steve Austin double finger salute.
0: Yeah. So, so 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 for those who don't know. Um, in the Minnesota Wild versus Edmonton Oilers game earlier uh, last week, there was a little scrum at the end of the game there, and Evander Kane hit somebody, and then he went up and he hit uh, the young stud star Russian player for the Wild, Kirill Kaprizov. I've talked that about gets a lot incredible, in this podcast.
1: by the way. He reminds me of uh, Fedorov, who, yeah. who was one of my favorite players growing up. He's 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 a just jet. like Fedorov. Oh yeah. my god, he's he's got the and flow. He, he's got sick hands. He can fly. He's uh, he's also on my hut team. So like I'm. Uh, I'm a big fan actually.
0: Yeah, and he can play defense too, like Fedorov. Yeah, and yeah. And um so
1: Fedorov played defense in Columbus for a while, actually, which is crazy <laughs> at the end of his career. That's not good. Yeah, sorry.
0: Yeah, it's hard to remember him being there and being in Washington. I always just I I always visualize him Red rocking wings. the white Nikes playing for him the Red with wings.
1: Shanahan and oh Christ, that team was ridiculous. Shanahan, Chelios, Robotai. I think Larry Murphy was on there at some point. You can go in back Eisenman. with
0: like Larry Onoff and all those guys, like yep. Konstantinov. But um, so basically what happened was they had a little scrum. Evander Kane went up. He he hit Kaprizov, and when you hit Kaprizov or you hit the star player on any team, all hell is going to break loose. Well, yeah. Ryan Hartman bums in there, dude. He he starts going after Kane. They get after it a little bit. Uh, don't really get any any blows off. I would say like they didn't fight, but like the referees, you know, broke them up and uh ryan hartman flipped a double bird to, to kane like you know fuck you buddy like and that you've seen last i think the last person i saw do that was andrew shaw in uh chicago and so he obviously got fined he got fined like five grand or whatever is allowable by the collective bargaining agreement and um you know basically he you know all these people were like because I've talked about it on the podcast before, and you and I have talked about it, Ray Vander Kane's just a shit guy. Uh, allegedly, I don't know all the story, but he had sexual assault accusations. He's had gambling debts. He's got a, like abuse allegations. He just doesn't seem like a great guy. Great guy you'd like to have in a locker room, right? right? Or just in general. I'm not speaking on anything. Like I'm not saying I'm pro or negative about any of that stuff. I'm just saying he seems like a bad guy. So basically, um, in that fight. When Evander Kane started that shit, none of the Oilers teammates that came to his defense, which I thought was pretty telling, and obviously Ryan Hartman did as well. I have the uh, the quote here. Ryan Hartman said, quote, It goes to show we had five guys in there, meaning his Minnesota Wild teammates. They didn't have one guy in there to help him. I don't think any of their guys are going to defend him, close quote. And then Evander Kane, in response, said, It took all five guys, and they couldn't bring me down. It's something I definitely would have liked to get loose, but it's, you know, Put it that way. These little guys, they want to act tough, but you know they wait for the linesman to come in. There's your quote. Basically, he was kind of saying, like, hey, they waited till the came in to break it up, and then they want to start fighting and throwing punches and stuff like that. I, and, and you mentioned it. The funniest shit was I said uh, Ryan Hartman got fined for flipping the double bird, and people started in, in Minnesota started to go fund me <laughs> to pay his fine, which I still think is just asinine how people are like regular people. I know you support your team, you support your favorite players, <laughs> right, but, but you're gonna people, start a go fund me ma- to pay a guy that's making five six million dollars a year to pay his 5000 wow, dollars when you're
1: when, fine. you're when you're str- you're making sixty k a year like you know scraping together pennies, and that guy like he's fine <laughs> yeah. he's okay like it's okay. Don't worry about Ryan Arm, but I also get it i mean i if this happened if, if it was a penguin situation, I probably would have thrown the guy twenty bucks. Why not you know <laughs>
0: Oh, us like get the people it. in the people in Boston. It. People in Boston were uh, sending Brad Marchand money to pay for his parking ticket. But I wouldn't.
1: Like, I wouldn't give that guy a stick of gum. You know, if he, <laughs> if he was asked for
0: it. You wouldn't piss on him if he was on fire.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't piss on him if he gets stung by a jellyfish. Which, by the way, um, if you ever get into a situation where you get stung with a jellyfish, the ammonia in your pee will help you out with that. <laughs>
0: for real are you just like i thought you were going into an ad read or something it's not an ad i
1: mean yeah windex brought to you by windex which also (laughs) doesn't No, but i mean if you if you get stung by a jellyfish you can pee on it and it's going to help you out until you can actually get you know whatever the the medical condition (laughs) (laughs) but uh you can't quote me on that but (laughs) i will i will i want to be very clear that i'm not a medical practitioner in any way or know much about uh, medicine or anything, but go ahead and Google that. I think that's true.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter if you're not a practitioner. We'll, we'll take your word for it. The um the but the the GoFundMe actually raised thirty thousand dollars, and wow. as you mentioned, Ray, he, he donated part of all, it was uh, I'm assuming was... he donated to charity. He did. He donated yeah, to, like, a children's that, hospital. It's a hockey move. Yeah, it's a hockey move. Um, but the the funniest part, too, like you mentioned, is uh, Evander Kane's, you know, ex-wife, who's had all the issues with him and has been in in and out of court and saying he's a bad dad, he doesn't support his kids, stuff like that, Um, actually donated. I think it was, like, 200 bucks, something like that. She donated to Ryan Hartman's fund. So it was cool. It was funny. A little... Um, Little hockey uh, chirp there, little little gesture from from his ex-wife to make it funny, and but awesome for Ryan Hartman to uh, you know donate that to a children's hospital or a children's um, facility of some sort. But like you said, a, a big-time hockey move. So swig a beer for Ryan Hartman. I gotta take one, anyways. The last thing I want to mention uh, on the NHL before we move over to um, pro wrestling is. Um, Mike Bossy. Mike Bossy uh, passed away this week. If you don't know who Mike Bossy is, one of the best, if not the best goal scorer in NHL history. He played for the New York Islanders. I believe he played 10 seasons in the NHL. I'm going to look this up real quick before I butcher it because he deserves to have this stat be right. That's not usually what we do on this podcast. We don't get stats right. But, um...
1: <laughs> or facts or you know, things like
0: Yeah, exactly. But he only had he one was... season. That was under fifty goals in his NHL career, Incredible. which is unbelievable. And it was, he his was last season. Like
1: driving kind horse, of the driving force, uh, uh, the driving force with, uh, behind that uh, that that Islanders dynasty in the eighties. It was like them and the Oilers won every cup that year, or during that whole decade, pretty much.
0: Yeah, the Islanders, as you mentioned, they won four straight Stanley Cups. Uh, I believe it's eighty-one, eighty-two, eighty-three, eighty-four. He scored over fifty goals every year. Except his last year in the NHL in 1987, he scored 38, which is still ridiculous. He scored 60 goals. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six times in the NHL. Um, just an unbelievable goal scorer. Just Holy
1: a- shit. Wait, real quick. I just pulled up his stats. Yeah,
0: I'm what looking at, at his, at him his too.
1: shooting percentage.
0: Yeah, he's that like tw- 24%, ridiculous. 22%. 22.5, 24, 20, 21,
1: 21, 21, 20. Consistently shooting at 20%. That's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, he's unbelievable. Like in again, he played in like the late 70s, early 80s, or I guess all the way up to 87. So like the younger generation, you know, you look at Ovechkin and you say Ovechkin's the best goal scorer of all time. Maybe he is, and I I, I probably would, you know, tend to think he was. Be, just based on longevity, but Mike Bossy, goals per game, he's number one in the NHL in history, but he didn't play sure. that long. He only played 10 years, but 573 goals, 553 assists, 1,126 points in 752 games, four Stanley Cups. He had a Conn Smythe Trophy. Um, he won the Lady Bing Award, looks like three times, which is wow. uh, the award for the least penalized or like the most well-behaved, I guess, <laughs> the player in the uh, the NHL. <laughs> Uh, I mentioned Conn Smythe, uh, he was a Selke. He, he was nominated for the Selkie Trophy a couple times, which is the best defensive forward, so I figure you're being the best defensive forward and also being the best goal scorer in the NHL. Uh, I'm not saying Patrice Bergeron's the best goal scorer in the NHL by any means, but I think he's the best two-way forward probably of all time. He's been on 92% of Selkie ballots for best defensive forward over the last 15 years. 92%, Ray, right? he's been on the ballot. And he's won uh, one Stanley well, I, Cup, and he's been I an unbelievable those, player. Like I don't
1: this. think those ballots matter as much because, like, it seems that most of the hockey writers pick a guy and stick with it. You know what I mean? But, except for uh, but,
0: except for Seth Rorabaugh and Josh Yoey, who are our friends of the show. I just want to say. Yeah.
1: That. <laughs> but I mean, but also like, so I, I'm not going to say like that alone <laughs> is gonna is is gonna. But I also agree with you. If you watch the games, every time he's out there, he wins every face off. He shuts down. Un- he's one of the few guys that's been able to shut down Sid from time to time. So just seeing that alone. Yeah, and look it's at not, 2013, man. Right, right. The, right.
0: the, the sweep. Yep. They scored Shit, two goals we in talked four about games. It again,
1: goddamn it! Well, damn, it again. The <laughs> whole podcast without talking about that goddamn playoff series right, we're, we're, against. I'm
0: the moving players. on. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. <laughs> but you're I'm right. Not, though he's one of the few guys. I'm not going to sleep tonight.
1: He's been able to like you put him on someone and he can eliminate at like a superstar player. That's unbelievable. And, like, that's one of those things that, like, a casual fan wouldn't notice that. You look at his numbers and, like, oh, he's a pretty good player. They're like, no, no, you don't understand. Like, what he's actually doing out there game to game, it's ridiculous. It's so difficult to shut down people who can create offense out of nothing, and he's been doing it forever.
0: Yeah, it's it's insane. I mean, I used to – I don't know if it was, like, my, my jealousy of Boston or, like, jealousy of Chicago, but I used to hate, like – I just hate it any time the Blackhawks or the – Bruins had yeah. success and I still hate the Bruins because I always thought like it took away from Crosby and the Penguins, but it really doesn't. You just gotta tip your cat like you said earlier, you hated Ovi, and I did too early on. Now you I just respect kinda, him.
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah, exactly. I got frustrated you know. because he shuts it down, but like now it's like this old guard, you know, like these guys that kind of we've been watching for a long time that are still performing at a high level, you kind of get like a new level of respect. Honestly, one of those back to back cops really had a big Cause like I didn't feel like we needed to make up for something. It happened for the pen, so you know I can kind of enjoy some other players around the league. It's kind of fun.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. So uh, swig a beer for that hockey talk. We'll jump into some wrestling here, and, and then we'll wrap her up.
1: Sounds good.
0: What were your thoughts on uh, What were your thoughts on WrestleMania?
1: Um. So. I didn't watch both nights because, like, WrestleMania used to be just like a one-day thing, and now they split it up five hours over. That's just too much. I got too much shit going on to watch ten hours of wrestling in my in my weekend, you know. Yeah, Uh, but I watched the whole thing on Sunday, and I thought the Sunday night one, I thought it was a blast, just like a good time, super entertaining, ridiculous, over the top. It was a it was a spectacle. What was the word they used at WWE? It was stupendous. Stupendous. They yep. Used? Yep. They,
0: they said it three hundred times.
1: Yep. Yeah. It was. <laughs> it was. A stu- what, do, do you agree with that? I thought. I thought it was absolutely stupendous, if you will, just like wildly yeah. entertaining, absurd. And that's like for the people that who don't like wrestling. What's so much fun about it is it's it's a soap opera. It's physical. It's sports related. There's there's these people are incredibly athletic. You know, they like put their bodies on the line. You can get serious injuries. And it was just like wildly entertaining. I had a blast. I loved it.
0: Yeah. I said last week on the pod, like I, I really enjoyed it. Like I haven't watched. I mean, I you and I have watched WrestleMania a couple of times. Like I, I usually watch it every year. Um I don't really follow it throughout the year as much right. as I used to. It's just it's Well just, I don't watch uh,
1: it during hockey season or football season and that's a big chunk of the year, you know. It's yeah, ninety
0: like, percent <laughs> right. of the year. <laughs> right. But it, right, it right. I just I can't I mean I'll catch clips here and there or like a buddy of mine will text me and say, Hey, did you check out this match or this promo or whatever? I'll watch that, but I sat back and I like went into it really not knowing what the card was, other than like the McAfee stuff. I followed that a little bit and and knowing Kevin Owens was fighting mm-hmm. Stone Cold and that was, I, really, I
1: I did I did take a I made sure that, that was the only match I actually watched on Saturday because yeah. it was supposed to be a gimmick you know but it turned into Stone Cold doing more than I thought he would and like I I thought that was awesome I'm I'm a big um I'm a big Kevin Owens fan and Sami Zayn fan I thought yep. both of them. And a lot of people were thinking they were going to sign with AEW because they're friends with the Young Bucks and Adam Cole and a lot of those guys. But I see why they stayed because look at those two matches. Like, okay, you know, how about we give you a couple million dollars for a few years and also KO, you get to fight st- Stone Cold in Texas and you know, just sell a million stunners, you <laughs> and then Sami Zayn got to fight Johnny Knoxville who he's really into like the whole punk rock culture and scum music and stuff like that. Those are like the heroes of that group. He got to fight <laughs> Johnny yeah. Knoxville and Wee man and Chris Pontius, you know, like that was uh, un- like, I see why they resigned for anyone who was questioning why they did that. It makes 100% uh, sense now after watching WrestleMania for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, I honestly, I, I wouldn't like, I, I, I love uh, Kevin Owens too. And like, I, I wouldn't have, you you could pay me nothing if I'm gonna work Stone Cold Steve Austin and I'm gonna, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. what, those I'd guys pay are making, a,
1: whatever I had to do that, right? Exactly. Yeah,
0: exactly. And like, uh, they had the picture of uh, Kevin Owens meeting Austin when he was younger. Uh, he's been in the business a hell of a long time. I, I thought it was a great match, and I, I thought it was a, just an entertaining night. That's what WrestleMania blast. is. It's That's meant what to be a big, be. It's a spectacle. stupendous it's a spectacle. spectacle, like you said. It's a yeah, it's yeah, exactly. And and they're
1: carnies. When it comes down to it, you know, it's like it, yeah. you, you put on a performance, you get people to forget about what's going on in their lives and just watch something fun. It was an absolute blast. You know, yeah. that's all you can I, ask for.
0: I have buddies that like don't even really like wrestling that that watched it and enjoyed it. And <laughs> I want to get your thoughts too because I, I giant,
1: know you. Wait, wait, wait! Remember the giant hand in that. Uh, the oh yeah, Oaksville? in that Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> everything like i was watching with a couple people and i kept saying like this is hilarious this is great i'm having a good time and obviously i was putting a couple beers back and i was like (laughs) what if we man shows up and then he and he showed up under the ring i'm like (laughs) and i'm like well he's got to have some kind of like trap or something rigged up and then the hand i was just like yep this is this is exactly what i thought it was gonna be and i love it
0: Yeah, and, and Pon- is coming out in like the painted on jeans thong or whatever the fuck it was. McAfee he was doing he did party an unbelievable boy.
1: job on the commentary. He's like, I've seen this guy's butt cheeks more than I'd care to admit. Like, anyone who's my age <laughs> growing up watching Jackass, like, that's 100% true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly, dude. I I really enjoyed it, and uh, I wanted to get your thoughts because I know you're, you're I don't know if you still watch AEW or not, but I know you did last time we had you on, and yeah, it's What Racial did you make Wednesdays. of uh?
1: I got a, a, my sister and my buddy Dave comes over, and we we have a couple drinks, what, and then like you know celebrate halfway through the week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what did you make of uh, Cody Rhodes jumping over to WWE? Oh
1: man, I I get it. He's, he's Dusty's son, you know. Um he's done some amazing things. He can always put on a good match with anyone. I've just always kind of found him kind of boring. I didn't care, <laughs> to be entirely honest. I thought he was boring in AEW. I thought he was boring as part of legacy. I thought he was boring when he came back. It's just like I get it. I understand why he's good, but like I'm I'm not one of those people that gets all excited about um what the FTR, Daxon, what's his name? Hard hardwood rich mahogany or whatever his fucking part is. <laughs> They're just so goddamn boring to me. I don't like that. I I like wrestling to be a spectacle. I love Jeff Hardy. I love Shawn Michaels. I like Shawn Michaels way more than Bret Hart. That's that should tell you everything you need to know. Well, it so, should so be ridiculous and over the top. And Cody Rhodes has just been so boring to me the whole time. You know, to your point. To your point. Like
0: it, it's different, man. Like so. There's people like you yeah. that think that way, and there's people. That, on the other side, I think like oh, I want the traditional work. Like if you I if you think about good, good wrestler, you know, like yeah. If you guy. think of good good wrestling workers, you know, or FDR or Cody Rhodes, like they Dusty Rhodes, and I get like why, and I Midnight understand. Express. I get why. I, but, I
1: watch enough of it that I get why people like them. I understand it. You know, they're 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 tacticians. They can do things really well. They right. sell it to make it look real, but it's like. Man, you know, I just had a hard week of work. I'm watching this as an escape, so I want to see something ridiculous. I want to see someone right. climb up a ladder and go through a table. You know, like I want—I don't want to see a guy pretending to, to to pull a guy's arm behind his back. Like I know they're not actually fighting. If I was into that, I'd watch MMA. You know.
0: <laughs> see, see, that's that's the thing, and that's like, the yeah, that's the thing because like back in the '80s, '90s, where like it wasn't—I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say it. honestly. A lot of the uh, like documentaries and stuff and podcasts I watched, there was a significant percentage of the crowd that thought wrestling was real in like the '80s and '90s or early '90s, which is
1: crazy to think about now. But I've I've kind of found that out. Like they, so and, like, and, that's and, where
0: those people are though. The, yeah. Like it makes sense. Like that's that's the best wrestling in my opinion because like those guys, it, it actually looks real. It's not like. Choreographed Cirque du Soleil stuff, which you can see a lot in AEW. I don't but, know. I think
1: that, I think the but, best but, wrestling but, but, is Stone Cold th- throwing beers at everyone, giving everyone the finger. Well, no, I know I it's agree not with, real I know I agree that. with the, that. <laughs> saying, he gave uh, to Mc, Mc, McMahon looked horrible, oh but I loved it. I loved oh my, it because I'm having he was secondhand laughing, embarrassment you know? just
0: for watching that. But but I'm saying like, but now like to your point. Where like you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. Wrestling exactly. is, yep, is yep. So like it. it should knows, be entertainment. Yeah. It should be a dead. spectacle now because like nobody well, believes it's a legitimate competition. Back in the day when it was a legitimate competition, you wanted yeah. like you said with FTR, they want to make it look real. They want to make it look like they're actually hurting the guy's arm or they're you know. Let's let's put it this way. No one in yeah. the
1: world would believe that Bob Backlund is going to be defeating people in in 2022. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he was like what one of the top five like. He's the longest reigns of WWE champions. Like, come on. Like, like, look at that guy. (laughs) (laughs) You're right though. There, there are different, there are different perspectives on it. I've always been a fan of the stunt men. I, I, Jeff Hardy, like Shawn Michaels, Sabu. I loved, you know, and then there's also like people who like the technicians who make it look like they're telling us and, 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 and there's there's it's it's a it's one hundred percent subjective. There's no right answer. It's whatever you find entertaining. And right. I think like I mean, and you and I sometimes disagree on the the stuff we like versus the stuff we don't like. But this year's WrestleMania, especially that Sunday, was an absolute blast. I think like everyone was entertained, no matter what kind of stuff you like. You know? Yeah,
0: and, and like the the only thing I'll say on that is like yeah, I agree that. Everybody has their their own thing that they like. I just think wrestling today should have an element of both. Like some of the stuff yeah. you see on on TV now is just like, yeah, we know it's fake, but don't insult my intelligence and say like it's it just it's so choreographed. But then like the other side of it is like, okay, well. You know, don't don't get too like old school '80s. You got to move with the times a little bit. But that, I mean, AEW is much different than WWE. WWE is more family friendly. AEW is yep. kind of like more they're almost and like UW's ECW for the hardcore
1: in indie fans it is it's for it's right. for the more hardcore fans and that's that's why you get a dude like Dan Housen or Orange Cassidy that like people are going nuts for and if someone just tuned in like, like why am I cheering for this guy you know but it's like oh uh, you know he's he's done a bunch of bit on the internet and like you know he had a bunch of good jokes and people like him for this it's it's completely different. I think as I get older too, like I'm not gonna judge someone for what they enjoy, you know? If someone's got right. a mixed bag and you yeah. show me a little bit of everything, that's fun. It's a good time. And I think, yeah, WrestleMania did a great job with that this year.
0: That's what exactly. hundred percent. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like yeah. And I, I can't get into all of AEW, but like I'll watch it and I'll be like, Oh, that, that was a hell of a match. I you really love
1: oh, you probably love MJF. because that dude, he never I breaks character. I he's unbelievable. Him. Yeah, he's unbelievable. He, he, he did this thing last week i mean it's it's every single weekend like you think that like he's finally turning a leaf and like and then all of a sudden he'll just like make this face like Ugh. he's you you find yourself actually getting angry at him and that's awesome that's incredible that's the best thing you could hope for in wrestling is that like people are furious at you and want to throw something at you that's like that's what you're shooting for yeah you
0: know? yeah i watched i watched um You know, funny you say that. I watched the – before we got on the podcast tonight, I watched Bubba Ray Dudley. He was on uh, Stone Cold's podcast on Peacock.
1: What? um, (laughs) What?
0: And uh, they drank a little bit of Jack Daniels and stuff. But he was saying basically, like, if I'm a heel, if I'm a bad guy, I'm a heel. I want people to be trying to stab me on the way out of the place. But if I'm a babyface or a good guy – I want you to name your first born child after me. Basically, that's what it is. So, like, MJF is, like, pretty much the only thing in, in wrestling today that's a true heel. Like, people fucking hate this guy. And I, and I love it because, like, he was roasting his CM Punk promo I talked to you about before. Awesome. Like Unbelievable. It, it, yeah. it was truthful. And he was like, I'm about to knock you out. Or he's like, I'm about to break you down faster than your UFC career. Or something like that. Like, all of it was, it was truthful. It has an element of truth. But it's like it cuts deep and it's funny, and that's what sells tickets. And like the, the way wrestling is, has been the same way for 100 years. But I do agree with you, too, Ray. Like, I, I do like the Jeff Hardys, I like the, the TLC matches and They're all that stuntmen.
1: shit. They're stuntmen. They're it's, stuntmen. It, it's like you forget about everything else that's going on in your life, you suspend disbelief, and you watch something ridiculous. And yeah. And it's fun. You know? The
0: only thing I, the only knock I have on AEW is that like they just sign up all these good guys and then they just like give away these matches with no build-up, no, no story. It's just like, oh, come see Sting face this guy, or come see, you know, Dude, our new Sting top signing, Adam Cole. Fight,
1: Sting's been wrestling every week. That blows my mind. Yeah, and he's not like, just like doing gimmick matches, he's out there taking bumps, and he's he's six hundred years old, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not yeah, sure. He's like sixty-five. Check that. Fact check, fact check, fact check, fact check. Yeah,
0: somebody will fact check that for <laughs> yeah. us. But that, that's the thing. I, I think AEW could build up a lot faster, but I think they need they need better booking. They need they need like somebody to help Tony Khan out, who owns it. If you don't know, he he owns. He also owns mm-hmm. the Jacksonville Jaguars and Fulham Football Club in the uh, English Premier League. You know what?
1: I think AEW is doing fine. Someone needs to help help his. Well, it's not him. It's his dad. Uh, Shad Khan, I think I could be yes, wrong about that. Yes, the
0: owner of the Jaguars. Sh- yep.
1: Or maybe it's share Khan. No, that's it's the that's sh- from the Jungle ab- Book. That's <laughs> the, <that's- laughs> but anyway, he needs help with the Jaguars. Not, I mean, like AEW's doing way better than them. Um, <laughs> you know?
0: It's just crazy to me because like AEW's losing money. Like Are they're right? they're losing money every every year, but. Like it really doesn't make a difference to the cons because they have so much money. But like, are they
1: are they actually, or is that like is that is that just some Jim Cornette shit you heard and you said like, oh, no, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. It's it's actually they true. are they
1: are hiring people like constantly. Although I think like it's finally getting to the point now. It's been been a couple years they're staying and they're not re-signing people, which I think you know. At some point you're gonna to have to reduce your talent pool. Like you can't have Well, yeah, because they don't have yeah.
0: enough T V time. Like in and, right, and right, like right. these guys are making like two million a year and they're wrestling on YouTube. It's like you can get, you know, Joey Janela to do that for three hundred and fifty dollars. Like I'd
1: rather never see Joey Janela again. And he's kinda of, I think he's gone now and that's a good thing.
0: Speaking of uh, Jim Cornette, he calls Joey Janela jelly Nutella. <laughs> so <laughs> I get a good kick out of that. I just never
1: liked him because, like, I, I understand, like, the suspending disbelief thing. And, like, if you got a small guy who can do crazy stuff, he's just, like, he looks like every guy that, I, that I've seen out at a bar that I thought was obnoxious.
2: And yeah. but what not,
1: but, which, which can be good for wrestling if I want to. But, like, it, it, I also kind of feel bad for him because he looks like such a loser. I don't even care. You know, I want to see a guy that <laughs> that pisses me off and I want to hit him. That's that's a good heel. That's someone that's MJF. That guy like if I ever saw him in person, I'd be like, "All right, all right, cool." And then he'd say something and would probably get to me because he's that good, you know?
0: Yep, exactly. Um the last wrestling thing uh, I want to mention on the podcast this week or I guess the last thing I want to mention is uh, I want to get your your thoughts on. So I don't know if you watch Young Rock or not. It's on NBC. I I stopped watching it after the first season. It's like about the rock's uh, upbringing and the wrestling mm. business and stuff. And it's not really like factually correct in terms of you know. There's a lot of wrestling historians that will say like this is all kind of bullshit. But <laughs> basically, on the most recent episode, and my wife loves it. Sarah loves it. She watches it all the time. But like the most recent episode, they teased. um WrestleMania 39. Now they didn't say WrestleMania 39, but they basically have like a young character that plays Roman Reigns on the show, and he's talking to The Rock, who's younger on the show, obviously when he was younger, and saying like, "It'd it'd be great to watch you." you It'd be great to wrestle you.
1: Called Young Rock.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But he's like, (laughs) uh, you know, they they tease kind of like you know a, a, a match between Reigns and and Rock. And I wonder like what your thought would be on that, like do you like because Roman reigns is already so over, like there's nobody they they unified the titles, right he beat Brock Lesnar at mania, he won the undisputed universal and w w e championship yeah, so like i don't a I don't know who he's gonna work with now
1: yeah once you once you put someone over Lesnar, who do you fight
0: I mean braun breaker he's or I guess it's the braun Steiner now His uh, Rick Steiner's son, I think is Rick Steiner's son, but one of the Steiner brothers' sons. Who's he's a he's a beast and he's gonna be like one of the Listen, next best things to if he's twenty five percent
1: of the man that Scott Steiner was, and he is one hundred and twenty five percent of a man that the average person is, then you got three and a half percent of twenty four guys who are what? <laughs> what? what?
0: No, <laughs> no, but I mean that's the only that's the only option yeah. to me. And like, so who's who's Reigns gonna who's Reigns gonna wrestle? So well, are they going to wait a whole year and He's have two have options? Rock? Is he Rock going to put him over? Though? But like, what's that do for Reigns? He's already over. Rock, like Rock going to come back for one match and put his cousin over. I mean,
1: I, I got another option. What if he fights John Cena, but John Cena as his peacemaker character? Hmm, with the helmet? With the helmet. Maybe he has the helmet. Have you watched that show yet? If not, I highly I recommend not. on HBO. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, do you have HBO Max? I do. All right, so you know what? Let's just end this podcast right now. Watch the first five episodes of Peacemaker, and then we'll we'll get back to it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll 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 watch it, and then I'll uh, we'll review it whenever. you Well, I'll tell you what.
1: I'll know if you watch it whenever you do the post uh, the post edits. If you put on um, "Do You Want to Taste It" by Wigwam as the outro, I'll know you watched it because.
0: (laughs) Is it worth it? Is that is that worth it? Should it's it? honestly
1: one of the more uh, we're talking about entertainment. That show is unbelievable. It I think like they found the perfect role for him. The cast is fantastic. James Gunn, who's done the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, does that. Um, it's hilarious. The it's ridiculous. It's over the top. You know what? It's like wrestling in a TV show. I think you'll love it. All right, honestly, I'll check it out. Yeah.
0: I'll I'll definitely check it out. And we'll next time you come back on, we'll uh, we'll talk about that. <laughs>
2: all right but wow. uh
0: no i i appreciate you coming on ray it's always a blast uh crush a bunch of beers have some good conversation i think people will really enjoy it so appreciate your time and uh hopefully uh you'll get some you'll get some ducats in your pocket from that sponsorship from what was the candy company again
1: Hey I mean, listen I don't I don't want any money from them I want them to continue be, being the family business that they are Anderson's chocolates Anderson's I just want them chocolates. to give me maybe a couple of chocolate covered strawberries uh, what maybe a couple chocolate covered peanut butter what,
0: what? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man I appreciate the hell out of you and uh hope everybody enjoys this podcast and if I don't see you around here, I'll see you around here.
2: John and on the beat. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Wiz Khalifa, and I'm so damn good. <laughs> I earned niggas respect before the cash came You try me, get a ticket, I'm in the fast lane I keep the bigger picture in the glass frame Plus my city on my back like it's a motherfucking last name Where you going when the driver know your last name? And first class ain't much different from the last plane Say we the same, but I'm nothing like you guys Nigga, I'm a freaking flyer, Taylor gangster, drink and drive Die now everybody's mourning, in. I think we're running out of liquor, bring some more in Used to say I'm fresh but now I'm getting spoiled Cause new shit getting old and these hotels kinda boring Don't mean to sound unappreciative But it's obvious the game ain't what you think it is Yellow diamond speaks Spanglish on my neck and wrist Don't even check the list, they expecting us See I'm cut ready to go, go, go We in the air, you oh, so low. And girl, I got a lot of just I can get in. There. Girl, so I'ma check my bag, everything secure on my bag. Hand me my boarding pass, yeah. yeah. And I'll hit you when my flight lands. you when my flight lands. Hit you when my flight lands. Yeah, got me feeling so professional. We got a trip with only 15 minutes left to go. A small comparison should let you know, cause only time you niggas got leg rooms in the exit, bro Damn, people telling me I changed, that's exactly what I'm getting, so I'll never be the same Niggas losing weight, yeah, cause what I spit is lipo Try to explain, but still they get it twisted like a micro I hit the club, it's like a light show Bet the slicker turned that wood into a mic-go Still got a bitch that's for insurance like she Geico Trying to use her phone to get a picture, but the lights low, but the bottle's still full and you don't really want this night to end, do you? So sip slow, oh, oh. And I'ma put this thing on cruise control. I See, I'm it Go, go, go. We in the air, you. Oh, so low.
1: you we gon' live it up. And girl, I got a lot of this I can get enough.